Kyle X, hi there. No episode this week, so we wanted to give you a little a little treat to tide you over. Jordan and I have been thinking about the horrible movie of Grease 2 once again that we watched for our Patreon series, the Grand High School Exchange Program, so we decided that it would be fun for everyone in the entire world if we put that episode right here in the main feed of the regular podcast of the regular boy that we love. So please enjoy our episode on Grease 2. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Grant High School Exchange Program. I'm Sam Canning, a.k.a. Cool Writer. God, that was going to be mine. <laughs> and I'm Jordan obvious. Canning, and this is my real American accent. Happy Happy Halloween. This is the spookiest movie that we could decide. I forgot that it was Halloween. So we watched Beastly. We, I watched, mean, we watched Halloween we, Town High, which is another good option. Greasely. We, could, we did watch Greasly. I've never seen any of the Halloween Town movies. Yeah, but I was just thinking about how Halloween Town High exists, and that would be a great uh, teen high school Halloween movie. But we didn't do that. Okay, but is it a musical? It's not. If we don't. Do, it's well, not. Then exclu- it doesn't. Cyber only Seduction wasn't here. a musical. Uh, yes, I am the Stroke Man. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was a musical with music by by Lincoln Logs and and Green Day <laughs> and and, and uh, Switchfoot. Yeah, uh, we have watched the. Uh, phenomenal, critically acclaimed, uh, Grease Box two. office smash, Grease 2. 1982, written by Ken Finkelman, directed and choreographed by Patricia Birch, with music by Louis St. Louis? Louis St. Louis, you shouldn't have. You can't, that's not a name. I'm, okay, can you, can you run me by these people one more time? Cause I want to figure out, I want to figure out who, who I'm the least happy with today. Uh huh. So the writer was Ken Finkelman. Okay. Director and choreographer was Patricia Birch. I feel like the choreography was not it bad. Was, it was weird, but I I have more more pressing things to complain about. Music by Louis St. Louis. I think Louis. I think Louis. You're the one. You're the one that I don't want is to to quote a Grease sort of a parody of Grease. Oh, I get it. Um, yeah, we don't go together with Louis St. <laughs> Louis. We don't. We will. We, I'm not going to reproduce with Louis St. Louis. <laughs> we neither go together nor be together. He is Louis. not a cool writer. We gotta talk about this movie. He needs to go back to school. Stop! This movie sucks. I hate this movie. I hated this movie mostly because it was 158 it's million so long. years long. It's so long, and the reason that it's so long is because the songs are all like six minutes I, long. They're really long! It, it's a, an hour and 52 minutes, I think. It's 54. I think, no, okay, the credits, I, the credits add some time. <laughs> Thanks, Greg. I will say I did, uh, I did skip the credits. Yes. You didn't I, need to. Well, that was that's, my beautiful that reprieve. Was your, that was your downfall, because had you skipped the credits and had I skipped the credits, you wouldn't have known about the Cycle Lords. 
Oh, I actually did from Wikipedia. I had oh, Wikipedia open the whole time because I had never seen Grease 1. You have seen Grease 1, right? I've seen Grease 1. As a basic plot synopsis. Uh, I mean, it's, the whole it's movie. High School Musical. It's High School Musical. There's a, there's a greaser and he falls in love with a girl named Sandy. Right, it's High School. We, like, we watched High School Musical. We, need we watched High School, High School Musical, Musical, but also the greaser is a member of the T-Birds and then the, the there's a girl group named the Pink Ladies. And you know what's... Well, let's just, let's just talk about this movie. Uh huh. Now here's something I do want to address, which uh-huh. is that what I have always heard about this movie is that because Grease came out in the '70s, you know, and it mm-hmm. was it was like a, a '50s movie. Yeah, it was like there's a lot of '50s nostalgia, sort of. Not, well, I think start with nostalgia, but it's very '50s, right? Sort of theme. And then this came out in the '80s, and I had always heard like this was Grease, but set in the '60s. It really. Th- I mean, it's set in 1961, right? It takes place apparently two years after Greece, which was 1959. So it's 1961. It's, I mean, it's basically still the 50s. It's basically still the 50s, except now they talk about like JFK motorcycles and motorcycles, which were not invented until 1960. So right. Uh, <laughs> so we are at Rydell High School in somewhere California. Uh, and the movie is two hours long. <laughs> okay, Greg Turkington. Um. There's, I, there's, you can't, I, okay. If you're going to be talking about movie runtimes. I was, I, it's just that you were, okay, whatever. <laughs> the, the listeners will know why I'm mad right now. Anyway, uh, uh, it's because you're talking to me. Two women who I understand are the principal and then some woman. There's, there's principal McGee. Who and is then Blanche? Blanche. Blanche. And she's putting... the principal's Doctor Who companion. <laughs> she's the principal's, uh, yeah. She's her stand. She's, she, she really is Principal McGee's stand. She just follows her around and does weird things behind her. Her standability is comic relief. Yeah, basically. Uh, they're, they like raise the funny Rydell flag, Rydell High School flag in front of the school, and then there's a loud noise, which I guess is probably a motorcycle or something, and they start freaking out, and then the first song begins, and they funny drop the flag back down on themselves, and then it's uh-huh. the song about how we're back to school, and then there's, <sighs> this song seven minutes and 45 seconds this song goes on for seven minutes and 45 seconds and it's basically just doug walker's version of another brick in the wall yeah it's just another, like another it's, prick in the school it's here's some lyrics geometry and history is just a, pr- a pain biology I've and chemistry the board of education took away my parole there you go see we uh, see the pink ladies squeal around now, the corner. A fun game uh, for for our listeners is guess if that's from the Grease song or if it's from Doug Walker's parody of The Wall by Pink Floyd. Yeah. Uh, and there's just whatever. There's a nerd gets owned and they're singing a, a song about how they don't want to go back to school. Uh, there's the girls pull up and they start smoking. Did you, did you like how when uh, Stephanie... Uh, I, I can't remember her last name. Stephanie's the the like lead girl played by uh, Michelle Pfeiffer in her in her first ever like, yeah this major is her role, first this is her first major motion picture role and boy is it major apparently I I read on the on Wikipedia that another uh, there there were several actresses uh, up for the role uh, most of them big names uh, but they decided uh, to go with uh, Michelle it's, Pfeiffer by the way they thought Stephanie had... Zanone Zanoni. Yeah, Zanoni, yeah. They thought that she had a, a, a unique quality to her, so they went with her over Pat Benatar. Hmm, okay! Yeah. Um, huh. 
I will say, I think it paid off. I think that she's the best part of this movie. I, 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 I'm inclined to agree. I think it's funny because she's the best part of the movie, and then her, uh, her opposite, Michael, is one of the worst parts of the movie. He's not great. Uh, <laughs> I, another thing I read, uh, Michael, played by uh, Maxwell Caulfield, not to be confused with Max Caulfield from Life is Strange. Yeah. Uh, uh, apparently, he was like, uh, like a big like stage actor. And he mm-hmm. said that this movie, like, ruined his career, and it took him ten years to get over it. That's really sad. The opposite of Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, uh, she anyway, did great. Did um, you like how when Michelle Pfeiffer, uh, I, Stephanie, shows up, and she's like, she's like, huh, sorry I'm late, and then she puts on her, like, badass cool girl sunglasses, and we get, like, a five-second shot just looking at her in her sunglasses looking cool? Well, she's so cool. You gotta know that she's cool. Yeah, and then the greasers, who are the T-Birds, pull up, and they have motorcycles, and they have sunglasses. This is a very motorcycle-centric movie. And we we, we get the, the fun quirk of the T-Birds talking to each other. I hate them. They're the worst. I, I also don't- I don't know their names. I don't know which one is which. There's- there's- there's Johnny, he's the leader, I got that. Johnny's the leader, played by Adrian Zemet, I was able to recognize him. There's- there's, um, Goose? Or the Goose? Goose is the tall one. Lewis? Don't know. Lewis- and then there's a little boy, and he never gets a name. He's like, he's like, ah, I'm the little boy. I'm he had the a small name one. on the wiki. There, there actually was one more. Uh, there was. I, I thought there yeah, were four. You know how the the pink ladies had their like middle school mascot character? <laughs> yeah, was that not the little boy? No, the, there was a shorter T bird, and then there was the young T bird who was uh, riding around in the sidecar when they were on their motorcycles. Ah, you're right. He's the. He's I the... didn't realize until literally the f- like final scene of the movie. <laughs> I thought that was the little one. So did I. But no, uh, it doesn't. Who cares? Uh, so just to explain to you what the way that the T-Birds talk is, is that Johnny will say a lineup that's very epic and cool, and then they will all uh, agree with him, but then the last one to speak will say something stupid or probably, like, say a word wrong. No, you, I, I'm going to agree with that, but when you say one of them will say something stupid... I mean, they're all saying they're all stupid. saying something stupid. And but they, they, there's always a punchline where they're like, huh, "I'm gonna do a thing," and then they're like, "Yeah, a thing, do a thing. yeah, a thing, yeah." I'm gonna sting. go to my grandma's and house. It's like, oh, that's not the word, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and then that's the one joke. Yeah. Uh, uh, so they they get to school and they're like, "We're seniors and we have no plans for life." And then one of them says, "What are you gonna be when you grow up, Johnny?" And Johnny says, "A burden on society." Oh, Joker Negrelli. Yeah. Um, Miss Mason is here. Right. Uh, oh, I, I do want I do want to point out, by the way, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, there is not a single non-white person in the film. No, not at all. 100% so, white. This is a 100% white movie. Yep. It's nostalgia, Sam, for the Yay. 60s. Um, uh, so Miss Mason, she's the new t- Is she new? I don't know. No, she's, because they're like, wow, Miss Mason, I like your hair. All 300 pounds. They must know her because they're like. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So God. So Miss Mason shows up and she's like the young hot teacher. And she, she goes up to the T-Birds and she says, I hope to see all of you in music appreciation this year. And then Johnny goes, I hope to see all of you this year. And she goes, ha ha, maybe you will. No. Just right off the bat. There's a lot of good. that in this movie. Um, and then they all do the Austin Powers dance for ten seconds, un- uninterrupted. <laughs> really enjoyed yeah. that. Uh, um, <laughs> a prep named Michael gets off a bus, and some girl named Frenchie, who apparently was one of the pink ladies in the first movie, is here. Uh, Frenchie uh, is not here. 
Now Frenchie, I, I I know you had a theory that Frenchie. I know was perhaps it. it a ghost. I know it is. I know it is broken in the last. There, the yeah, last there is scene. like there's one moment where other characters interact with Frenchie. There is an entire in the entire movie. The only person who ever speaks to Michael until her last scene in the movie is is it just she's like completely ignored by anyone else, or she's always alone. It's I very mean she's weird. in the movie for a grand total of maybe three minutes. How so the old odds is Frenchie supposed to be? And how old huh? is her actress? Because uh, she looks old. She is, okay. So as I understand it, Frenchie was one of the pink ladies in the first movie. Yes, and she uh, went to be. She was school. like best friends with the main character. Yeah, and I think what she says here is that she dropped out of high school to go to beauty school. Uh huh. That's that's. Then, a, there's a song in uh, in Greece called "Beauty School Dropout" about oh, her okay. not being good enough to go to beauty school. Oh, but then she does go to beauty school, apparently. And then she drops out. And, and then, then she, she drops, drops out. out because she funny turned her hair pink by accident, I guess. And now she's back in school as a senior again, I guess? I guess? But and she, she looks so old. Yeah, well, yeah. She <laughs> says that, uh, all, all, they're, ever, they're all old. She yeah. says that, uh, 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 She's Michael... specifically here to, like, use the chemistry lab to learn how yeah. to do cosmetics, which is not <laughs> how school funny works. chemistry scenes. Yeah, uh, she does. She does explain that Michael is the the main character of Grease One's cousin, I guess. Yeah, Sandy's cousin from England. So she's gonna she's gonna be his stand for this movie. <laughs> she is his stand. Uh, um, there's a sh- funny. There's a funny um, coach. Uh, coach Lurie, don't be afraid to shoot the outside J scene where the guy just says basketball, 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 and he yeah, just keeps we love saying basketball. We love basketball. Um. Yeah, I, yeah, that's pretty much it. The one of the greasers like steals an upright base from the big nerd. I don't know what the point of that was. That doesn't go anywhere. It's to show that they're so cool. Uh, and then and then Johnny does the funny thing that he does throughout the movie, where he's like comb, and they give him his comb, and he's like door, and they open the door, and then <sighs> we're fucking almost eight minutes into the movie, and the song finally ends. <laughs> Hooray! Um, what happens next? We get we get next. We get. I think. <laughs> I feel like this movie. Uh, this moment actually made me think that the movie was going to do the funny thing where they, like, throughout the entire movie, they're like, it's the 60s, do you get it? But they really only do it in this one moment. Oh, where they're the talking girls, about that. They're talking about Yeah, the girls the- are like, hey, what's what's your latest style? And and the other girl's like, ah, I'm I'm Jackie Kennedy. I'm dressed like Jackie Kennedy. She worked for, worked for her to get JFK to marry her. And then the other girl's like, yeah, well, I heard he prefers the Marilyn Monroe look. Do you get it? You know what's really funny about the pink ladies? Um, What's that? You could hold a gun to my head and tell me to list their names, and I wouldn't be able to do it. Even I actually <laughs> think I know all their names. They okay. they have name tags on for the entire. Oh my movie. god, they do have name tags on. That didn't help me. Yeah, uh, I had to use Wikipedia. Uh, okay, it is Stephanie, of course. Yes, we know Stephanie. Paulette, played Paulette, by Paulette, is the one who has like bleach blonde hair and kind of has a Betty thing going on. A little bit, a little bit, and she's played by. Uh, I don't remember her name, Lena Luford or something like that. It's Judy Garland's daughter, who's not Liza Minnelli. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is Rhonda. Rhonda is... I think Rhonda is the one who, like, keeps talking about how she wants a nose job, and that R- never goes anywhere. Yeah. Rhonda's the one who has a nose, and then at some one point, someone calls it a beak, so... And then I cool. think the other one is Sharon. Sharon? Is Sharon the one who does the bomb shelter thing? As I recall, Sharon is the other one. <laughs> the other one. And then there's the and then there's the mascot whose name is Dolores. Dolores. Uh, All names that would fit in well as Secret Life extras, by the way. Yeah. 
so they're uh the the T-birds walk in and uh Johnny is all in Stephanie's face because I guess the idea is that they were dating before the movie but then she broke up with him uh and that's that scene. Um so some nerd who apparently oh, is one Eugene, more thing, who one was more in the thing first for movie. You. Okay. One more thing to help you out. Um, what's her name? The 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 nose one is that Rhonda? Uh huh. What's um, her face? What's her face? Uh, she talks about how she wants to be on the national bandstand, but they have a no- she has a nose and that won't do. Uh, and the national okay. national bandstand is a TV show from the original Greece, so that was just kind of a cheeky reference for you. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. They, they come to so, Rydell High, and then they do the hand jive, and then I think all the greasers uh, moon the camera, and it's very funny. Do you get it? That's so funny. So is this is this nerd guy Eugene? He yeah. was in the first movie? Uh, see, that was the thing that I was confused about, is that I could swear to God that Eugene was in the original movie, but how yeah, is he still Lauren, here? To- Lauren was telling me that, she, that he was in the first movie. I guess he was a freshman in the first movie, and now yeah, he's I like guess a, so because he's well, he could he could be a senior now, he or he loves he loves school so much that he never left. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Michael is British. I didn't realize until this moment. Uh, <laughs> so the the T birds get here. Michael's like trying to put his stuff in his locker, and the T birds walk in, and they're like, hey, "This is our space. This is our locker. See how we spray painted T birds across them? So fuck you!" Let's and then show they you shove how his co- face in a locker. And Let's show th- says, you. Forgot the part where they show how people. cool they are by opening their locker and harmonizing like a barbershop quartet. Yeah, I I, I forgot a lot of stuff the T birds did because I hated all of they're it. They're very bad. Um, we get a scene of, like, Stephanie putting on some kind of skirt. I, I don't know if it's because, like, pants are banned or something. <laughs> but but she's, like, she sees Michael uh, face in locker. And she's yeah. like, hey, don't let these says, guys. she T-Birds are bad. Fuck you. Yes. Yeah, and then she pushes his face in her locker also. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, they go to class and Johnny is like, hey, Stephanie, want to smoke with me after school? And she says, I quit smoking. It's bad for my health. And he says, so is standing me up. It's the Sturgeon General says that standing me uh, up is bad for your health. This is did, all the things I say in this movie. Did you, uh, did you like how the, the, the T-Birds all have, like, their really obnoxious, like, New York greaser accents, but then whenever they're singing, they just drop them completely? Yeah, you know? It's, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah, I mean, I think that, I think that what it's trying to say is that it's all an affectation, right? Like, there's no way they'd have those accents for real. Yeah, I mean, they live in California. Exactly. So So they just do those, and then, you know, it's hard to sing with an accent. So Um, the principal gives a welcome speech over the PA while her stand is playing xylophone behind her. She says, good news, Mr. Spears has made a, a miraculous recovery from mental exhaustion, and then he's like this tremoring, shaking man taking a pill, and then- Apparently he was in the first movie, but he had a different name. Huh? Yeah. I, yeah, no clue. Uh, there's a girl asleep at her desk, and everyone puts a rat on her desk, and then she screams, and Mr. Spears face plants on the desk and dies for the next he two hours. He dies for the next two hours of the movie. It's We see we see him die, and it's very sad. And then uh, Frenchie is doing uh, chemistry crimes. Yeah, she's doing funny chemistry explosions, like from movies and from High School Musical. And uh, <laughs> the principal says one of the, the classic lines of a Grease movie, which is she says a thing that sounds like sex. She says, if you play an instrument, you should join the band. This is, it's such a weird, it's such a weird walk to get to this too, because she's like, she could have just said like, she could honestly, she could have just said, if you play an instrument, join the band, jerk off. Because she says, right. right. What she, what she's saying is like, 
and welcome to school, uh, band auditions or whatever. Uh, I We encourage anyone who plays an instrument to get involved because if you play an instrument, it's always better to play with a group than with yourself. Do you get it? Ha 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 ha. Man, uh, yeah, it's just like a run-up to that joke. Yeah, like... And then over the announcements... Just climbing she, the aggro crag of that joke. <laughs> over the announcements, Pr- Principal McGee is like, and we have a new straight-A student all the way from England. Michael, in your classroom, please stand up and everyone can make fun of you and laugh at you. <laughs> I love I love the fact that we're supposed to be like, ha-ha, Michael's a very attractive English man. What, what is... But he gets good grades... What is wrong with Michael? Like, why are we supposed to? Why? Why he's do people? A, he's a nerd. But he's not a nerd. He's, he's way a, cooler than a nerd. We he's see a nerd. nerd. He's he's like he's like no, British that, and smart and handsome. That's the weird thing though is that he dresses like a prep. So I assumed that he was supposed to be a prep, but, but no, everyone not. calls him a nerd for the entire movie. Well, no, he's he dresses like a a a, a, a sophisticated Englishman. Yeah, well, he's a he's a nerd. He's his a name nerd. Is Michael Carrington, and he's a big loser. <laughs> he is a big loser. Uh, so Michael is running on the track at PE or whatever, and the two twin sister cheerleader characters run up to him, and they say in perfect unison, "Michael, we heard that you play piano. Would you like to play piano at the talent show? Thank you. Bye." <laughs> and then he says, "Guess I'll do that for the rest of the movie." Yeah, and then the pink ladies see the girls, and they they yell, "Virgin alert! All male periscopes down!" Like a penis. <laughs> now, this is a question I have for you, Jordan. What's your question? Because the pink ladies yell virgin alert and they're making fun of the virgins. I refuse to believe that any of the characters in this movie fuck. No, none of them have fucked. They're all the like... The T-Birds have the most intense virgin energy I've ever seen no, in my they life. No, sing, they, they spend... sing a song about how they're gonna go to the places where they're gonna get laid, and the places are like the grocery store, and then they go to like the diner. They these, they, these spend have, their, they spend half the movie talking about how they never get to have sex. These are virgins. They're all virgins. And, and we and we know for a fact, by the way, that the, the arrangement, the bizarre arrangement, is that T birds and pink ladies are only allowed to date each other. So there's no way the pink ladies have fucked because no, because the T birds haven't fucked. Yeah. So Michael yeah. Frenchie's ghost is hovering behind Michael through a fence for some reason, and <laughs> completely like, alone. No one else is in the scene. Do you know Stephanie? And she says, Stephanie's a pink lady, so if you're not a T-bird, you can look, but don't touch. And then he says, how do I become a T-bird? And she says, and then she leaves. <laughs> we get a, we get a, we get a 1960s Coachella scene where he's like, you got a football and you got a, this is like a classic gag where like they're doing that like it, football. I, I, what is it though? Well, here's what they so they've got like the football pushing things. I think those is are that like, a thing? Yeah, it's like you get like these. I I mean I, I've seen it on TV where it's, it's like, like a big metal contraption. And then it's like the, the football players sitting like, push on it yelling to, like, at them to push it. Yeah, that you like push it like it's another football player. Like they got little like body shapes on it. And then he's okay, like push yeah, it, yeah, rip okay. and tear it, and tear the flesh and kill and now, murder. And then they now push I can it. buy the football pushing contraption being real. Why is he riding it? Can you explain it? to me the football open grave? Oh, well, that's where they bury the other team when they win. Why is there a fucking it's, giant it's hole in the in end the zone? It's like right, it's like in the football field. There's a giant ditch for the funny coach to fall into. Why is it? Yeah. So he's like, push harder, push harder. You're not pushing hard enough. And then, and then they're like, all right. And then they push it more. And then he falls, he falls into the ditch and he goes, whoa. And it's like, you said push. Like, why is there a big hole in the football field? It's like field? a gigantic ditch for installing like 
a huge sewer pipe or something. Anyways, it's... that's when the Psycho Lords are here. The Psycho yeah, a Lords. a bunch of guys on motorcycles just drive in <laughs> these... to the fucking track, like, on the track. These are not... I refuse to believe that... Because, like, the T-Birds are all high schoolers. These are not high schoolers. No, these are just enemy adult bikers. These are, are adult men led by Balmudo, who looks like he's out of, uh, out of, like, a Mad Max movie. <laughs> he, yeah, the, the, en- the evil bikers challenge them to bike combat, but Johnny's like, oh, we, we would love to beat the shit out of you, but we're bowling tonight. His voice cracked because he's a, he's a little, he's a little boy. Yeah, and then, yeah, they're gonna go bowling. <laughs> they're gonna go bowling and this is the this is this is something yeah can i they're tell you the bowling alley the this T-Birds is birds and the pink ladies this is the first the T-Birds thing are like comically bad at bowling well it's really funny because uh no one can bowl in this movie because everyone is yeah. running halfway down the lane to get yeah. and even the nuns the nuns are here why are, why there, are there nuns here it doesn't come up i i even asked lauren who has seen the first movie and she was like, oh, I have no idea. Um, I was also, fucking expecting this to be like, Nathan for you, daddy's watching. <laughs> daddy, daddy, come here now. Save, Save my, my life, life, you made, made a, vow. a vow. Yeah, that's Nathan a Fielder takes off his habit. <laughs> no, because because it would have to be a burka, because then you can't see his face. Right, right. Uh, so, by the way, this is a little thing. It never occurred to me that there was an era in in human history where you had to keep your own score while bowling. What a thing! That is kind of wild. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't been bowling in a in a in a dog's age. I liked bowling until they stopped letting me use the bumpers. Yeah, that's where, and then bad. I couldn't get the ball down the lane, and I said, "Uh, uh-uh. uh." Sometimes yeah, now, I think now about I call like it bowling ball. Boring is what I call it. Yeah, <laughs> boring. <laughs> I'm Guy Fieri. It's boring. Uh, Paulette. So, like, Paulette and Johnny are now, like, a thing, I guess, and that goes on for the rest of the movie, sort of. But this, yeah, this get, sucks. This sucks. We, this sucks for me. This is where we meet, uh, Dolores, by the way, who, who I guess is the middle school, like, pink ladies intern. And we meet her in the strangest way that, which is that she goes up to Paulette and she's like, ugh, this bra is killing me. And Paulette says, you wish. Yeah, I don't. No, I, don't I don't know what know. that means. Does it mean that she's not really wearing a bra? Is she pretending yeah, that to be like, wearing like a the, bra? The first line I understand, and then the second one, the you wish is what I what has... Uh, right, I don't know what that means. Um, uh, so, so Paulette, Paulette is not... The funny thing she's... is, Johnny's like, hey, are you going to put your fingers in the holes? And <laughs> then she says, I don't want to break my nails. And then the T-Birds say, hey, are you going to fuck her? And Johnny says, yeah! let's just say I'm giving a therapy for her disease. Nymphoid mania. You're never gonna fuck Johnny. You're gonna be thirty and, years old and you won't have fucked. And then sh- there's a funny scene where she she bowls where she like bends over and wiggles her ass she, at the camera. Yeah, she bends over like on her knees with the bowling ball like a six year old. But then she starts like shaking her ass at the camera. And then she like pushes it and then gets a perfect strike. Yeah, funny strike. And then uh, and then uh, someone says, "What's the final score?" Dolores. And then and then I think one of the greasers says, "That happens tonight." <laughs> Yeah, the final score is when I fuck Paulette. <laughs> it's never gonna happen. So then we get a song called "Let's Score" that well, also goes on Well, before we get a song, like everyone starts yelling, minutes. "Shoot the ball!" It's just shoot the, the ball, shoot the ball, shoot the ball, shoot the ball. You ever shoot the ball? I shoot the outside J. Actually, uh, let's bowl. So the let's, song is let's, the, they're gonna they're gonna score tonight. Do you get it? But it's also about bowling. Um, 
And it's just like, like basically just imagine a bunch of teen, fake teens, just sort of running out onto slippery bowling lanes and doing spins and like throwing bowling balls around. And yeah, then there's, they a, say, there's a lyric, by the way, from Paulette, which is, hey, Johnny, Johnny, go for that strike. And I just might be your baby tonight. <laughs> God, Paulette, those it? cannot be the terms and conditions <laughs> on this. There are some bad terms and conditions. Uh, I like the line, we're gonna rock, we're gonna roll, we're gonna bop, we're gonna bowl. Here's the thing about Grease, too, is that it, it feels, like, if you, I, I would recommend, if you wanted a taste of Grease, too, to watch this number specifically, because it just, this whole thing just feels like parody or something. Like, it doesn't feel like this could be real. That's true. I, there is another one that I would, that I would recommend that you watch that's not this, but we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, so... Uh, fi- by the way, just a, a quick, a quick, uh, uh, cast trivia, because you know I love to do this. Uh, Dolores, the, the young pink lady mascot. Oh, this is, one fucking rules. I know about this one. She is, uh, first of all, I was really confused because they, they did not really establish, uh, for a little while that who she was, like how she's related. So I, I assumed that she was one of the pink ladies and I was really confused because I was like, she looks 12, and they all look 30. Uh, apparently, yeah, because she's a middle schooler. Her actress, uh, Pamela Adlon, you may know uh, as the voice of Spinelli from Recess, Pajama Sam, and Bobby Hill. <laughs> That's so good. Also, uh, Otto from Time Squad, if anyone remembers Time Squad besides me. Yeah, Bobby Hill's like, this bra is right. killing me. Sound off in the like, comments if you remember Time Squad. You wish, Bobby. Um, uh, so Michael, okay, is so he, here. by the way, my experience watching this was agony because I was like, I had to go pick Lauren up from work cause it was raining super hard. And I was like, okay, I need to go in like, like three minutes. I'll, I'll just wait till this song ends and then I'll, then I'll leave. And the song just fucking keeps going. I'm like sitting here like, okay, okay, wrap it up, wrap it up. And we get like 20 fucking shots of every, like, male-female pairing, like, standing around, like, spinning each other in a circle. And I'm like, okay, yeah, okay, uh-huh, okay, uh-huh. okay, okay, okay. It's just a song about bowling. Like, no plot is being advanced here. It's just bowling. And then when when the song finally fucking ends, and we cut to outside, I'm like, okay, it's over. But I can hear them still singing inside. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, no, that's the end of the song. I'm leaving. Yeah, Michael is here, and he's like... This is my guidebook on how to do bowling. Ask for a game and be courteous. Bowling, anyone? And then he, like, sees... He's fucking doing IT crowd, like, Did you see that ludicrous bowling <laughs> Did you see that ludicrous display last night? Um, so, so he's, like... <laughs> he, like, sees the pink, the pink car that the pink ladies drive, and I don't know who owns the pink car. I think they share it. And then, uh... And then he, like, walks... We, oh, we're back inside, and then... Yeah, we go back inside. Thankfully, they did not continue the song. <laughs> I was really afraid they would. Uh, Johnny is like, I'm gonna get my trophy, and he gets a kiss from Paulette, and then one of the pink ladies says, Kissies! Ooh, kissies! <laughs> Which, then, yeah, proof they've never fucked. And then he grabs Stephanie, and he says, Hey, what about the trophy for best scoring? Yeah, and she says, I ain't nobody's trophy. She says, uh, she says she's a, she's like an independent woman who doesn't, who, who doesn't need a man, which is why she's gonna kiss the next guy who walks in and then spends the rest of the movie thinking about the boy she likes. The, the, now, to be fair, to be fair, the kissing the next guy who walks in, 
That was that was just to that own was to Johnny because yeah. he was treating her like like his like her like his. But she like, does also property. spend the rest of the movie uh, obsessing over a guy she likes. No, that that part she does do. Uh, but yeah, she's like, I'd rather kiss the next guy to walk through and then, the door than like, you, Gary. And old then the T birds all look over. There's an old funny man standing <laughs> oh, by the door. I am. And he's like, <laughs> then go do it. <laughs> and then and then and then she walks over, and Michael walks in, and she kisses him, and then everyone leaves. Johnny no likey. Uh, Dolores is still here. She's she goes up to Michael and she says, "Motorcycles are cool." Yeah, she says, "Motorcycles are cool." I'm Dolores Rebichuk, but everyone calls mm-hmm. me Woodchuck. Paulette's younger sister. Paulette's younger sister by like twenty years. Uh-huh. And everyone calls me Upchuck or Woodchuck, and she's got a little skateboard because she doesn't. She's not old enough to be inside a car, I guess. Dolores is good. Dolores is fine. I like her. She's fine. Uh, uh, I don't like what Michael does here, which is that he's like, "How how about I escort you home?" And she's like, "Oh, I don't need no escort." And he's like, "Well, how about we call it a date?" I, you and know, like, when I watched this movie, right. I didn't know that uh, Dolores was supposed to be a middle schooler. I thought she was supposed to be like a small high school freshman. That's what I thought. So it didn't really concern me as much as I, it does now. Yeah. <laughs> So the pink ladies arrive at school the next morning. By the way, there are a lot of really weird, abrupt cuts in this yeah. movie where it feels like they just don't end a scene and they just like... Oh, we gotta go, we gotta scene. go, we gotta fit more eight-minute musical the, numbers the, in. The final cut of the movie being the greatest of these. Yeah. But we'll talk about that when we get there. So the the pink ladies arrive at school. Uh, there's a, a new teacher, Mr. Stewart, who's standing in a parking spot, and they almost kill him, and then they talk about sex. They do, like, literally squeal into the spot and almost kill Mr. Stewart on the first day. And then they talk about uh, sex, and then Miss Mason is here, and she's like... We're now in the school, another, like, okay, that scene's, yeah, that scene's over. over. Mr. Stewart is... We need to fit more eight me- he, minutes. He's in the school moments. talking to the principal. He yeah. says he's a substitute for Mr. Spears, who'd funny die, and Miss <laughs> Mason is here, and they flirt. They flirt, and she, she, she's sexy. Ha ha. And then, uh, they, then we find out that the other main plot of the movie is that there's a talent show, and if you win, you get 100 long play records. Are you yeah, feeling nostalgic yet? Like, but the funny T-Birds are like, Man, just think of it. A hundred albumins. How the fuck do they know what albumin is, but not They know the word albumin, but not albums? How in the world? They're so stupid that they don't know the one that they should know? Uh, Uh, And Goose is really upset. Johnny Negrelli's big into eggs. I eat a hundred eggs every day. (laughs) A hundred eggs? A hundred albumins. Mr. Stewart walks in. Mr. Stewart walks into the classroom and he says, I'm a substitute teacher. And everyone says, okay, bye then. And they all leave. Very funny. Uh, Now, this sucks. Uh Uh-huh. In my opinion. Uh I get that they're, like, doing a funny, but I hate to see this, which is that the principal sees Johnny in the hallway and Johnny's smoking and she sees him from behind and she's like, Mr. Negrelli. Negrelli. Mr. Negrelli. And he turns around. But before he turns around, he, like, folds the cigarette, like, into his uh. mouth, and he's, like, holding it inside of his mouth, and I'm like, Ugh. He does and the He does the Jotaro uh, cigarette trick. God. She's funny interrogating him about motorcycles while he's, like, trying to hold his breath, and then uh, he's like, mm-hmm, 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 and then finally she leaves, and the, and the other guy, who might be Goose, like, slaps him on the back, like, way to go, Negrelli, and then he swallows the cigarette, and that's funny. That's t- horrible to think about. Then we get a set really ta- one of the many talent show scenes. 
Um, yeah. Where Michael Michael has been roped into playing piano for every talent act. Which right. I I, I, I didn't real. I thought that he was going to play piano for the the twin sister uh, cheerleader characters, but apparently no. They were saying, "Hey, can you play piano for literally every act?" This is a commitment for Michael. Um, so, because by the way, every act is singers. <laughs> they're all singers. Uh, there's no other talent. Oh, there's an accordion guy. There's an accordion guy. But there's people singing to it. Or no, uh, no, no, I think they're dancing, actually. You're right. Yeah, you're, yeah, there you go. So there's a bunch of singers and one guy playing an accordion. The one act that Michael's not playing piano. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they sing a funny song about, like, like a, a, like a prep or something. And, uh, yeah, there's the funny, the funny, uh, what is it? It's, uh, yeah, they're just singing a stupid song. Who cares? And then the, the pink ladies are backstage. Their, their song is that they're the like ca- the girl the calendar girls. Seasons. Each one is wearing a different month themed costume and they sing a song about like, we're, we're, I'm yours for all time or something like that. It's a time theme. It's a time theme song. And we get to hear it like three times. You, you, you never get it. to hear it. Well, you get to hear it once. <laughs> you never get to hear the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, so yeah, they're doing their their thing, and then they get like cut very quickly. They get cut before I, I, the first season. Okay, this made me very mad uh, because the before before the calendar girls come out, the 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 sorority twins. I think they're called the sorority sisters for some reason. I don't know why <laughs> they're, they're in high school. school. Uh, but that is what Wikipedia called them. Uh, the twin cheerleader sorority sisters. Oh, that's when, are... that's when, that's when Miss Mason says, these are my girls. And I was like, huh? Remember? Huh? They, here's what pissed me off yeah. though, is that they're singing their song and the principal's like, thank you, thank you, but we haven't got all day. Can you please get off the stage? And the fucking nerve of this movie to make a joke about a song going on too long. <laughs> A movie that has eight-minute musical numbers and then one musical number that gets repeated three times also. I would say two that get repeated three times, Ah, I guess you're right. And one that gets repeated twice. Yeah! And, no, there's another one that's repeated three times. Jesus, I mean, okay, the the last one is the preppy boy singing Mr. Sandman, but that's just, like, a background thing, so whatever. So, yeah, then they, they, uh, the girls are, like, doing their thing. And they get, they also get cut off for time. Uh, very funny. Oh, before, uh, they, they actually don't sing their, they, 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 they don't audition in this. Scene. Oh, did they not? They just do the. No, they're, they're practicing backstage. Oh, that's right. And they talk about their, ah, uh, ah, uh, ahs. Yeah. So they're, they're practicing their song backstage. Michael starts hitting on Stephanie while she's singing. He's, he's a shit. I don't like Michael. He's in the middle of playing piano. She's in the middle of singing with the piano. And he's like, are you free Saturday, Stephanie? And she says, I'm free every day. It's in the Constitution. And he's like, would you like a... Which... He just keeps asking... I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, she's being so snotty about this. How can you fucking expect him to know that? He's British. He's never read the Constitution. He's read the Constitution. He's smart. He's the a nerd. he has. This poor, unenlightened child. He doesn't know he doesn't, a thing about he freedom. Know. We need to We need to go find Michael and, and tell him about... Uh, we need to tell him about, like, George Washington and shit. It's written down all for to see. all to read. It's the U.S. It's Constitution. The US Constitution. It's all it's you need. All you need. Uh, so, uh, she's Michael. Uh, he keeps asking Stephanie out. She's not interested. So she's she's like, "Look, you don't get it. Let me explain to in, you the type of guy that song. I'm interested in." For ten minutes. So she starts singing to him the song "Cool Rider." I love <laughs> this song. Is like this song is like uh, Markov chains also. I love, what is your favorite line in this song? Because mine is, just give me a black motorcycle with a man growing out of the seat. It really is, she wants to fuck a motorcycle. She wants to fuck a motorcycle that has a man sort of near it. Yeah, um, I think, 
the funniest thing about this song is that she starts out singing to him about the kind of guy she and wants. she just sort of leaves. And then, like, a minute into the song, she finishes the first verse, and then she leaves the room <laughs> and goes to a different room, and she picks up the next verse. She's like, yeah, it's true. I want a cool writer. And she keeps singing to herself now. And then... <laughs> After the second verse, because we need a third, because the songs are all <laughs> well, forever. It's very, well, one thing you gotta know is that this song advances the plot. We learned in the first verse that she wants to fuck a, a cool guy who has a motorcycle. And then in the second verse, we learned that she wants to actually fuck a cool guy who's growing out of a motorcycle. And then the third <laughs> verse, he just sort of yeah. reiterates that a little more. Yeah, but the the thing that's so funny is she goes from singing to him to tell him what kind of guy she likes, to singing to herself, and then... At the end of the song, she just, like, walks outside and continues singing as she, like, walks away. She, like, dances away. And, uh, what was right, the line? Then, she says, if he's cool enough, he can burn me through and through. Yeah, if he's cool enough, he can burn me through and through. Great. Because you never fuck the motorcycle <laughs> yeah, pot. <laughs> Shut up! No! Anyway, so she, she continues singing and dancing on her way home. She, she, like, goes off into the, into the sunset going, like, C-O-O-L- R I D E R. Give me a C. And and I will say, for what it's worth, this is both my favorite song and favorite scene in the movie. It's all right. It's 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 shorter than most of the other songs. It's shorter than most. It's it's pretty fun. I I enjoy. I think that, like I said, Michelle Pfeiffer, best part of the movie. I, she's 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 giving it her all. The she, lyrics are just so bad. It's pretty funny. I, the lyrics are horrible, but it's pretty funny to watch her just, like, leave the building and continue <laughs> to sing to herself. Yeah. Goodbye, I Michael. She's still singing to this day. Yeah, that's that's what happened to Frenchie. She she got caught up in a musical number and just sang her way into the middle of the street. <laughs> oh, no. Um, so, the, so one of the T-Birds hey, goes up to Michael hey, and says, duh, Hey, I got an essay on the fall of Rome, but I didn't even know they were in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get those albumins. Uh, and Michael ignores him and decides to transform into a motorcycle. <laughs> and Turbo he's like, team. He's like, wait a minute. You're offering me money to write you an essay? I could. With that money, I could turn into a motorcycle. These, I need these monies to buy nutrients. Yeah, so Michael uh, decides that he's going to write essays for apparently all of the Every single one. Motorcycle see, I think, I think we get this sort of, sort of montage dealie where, like, he starts with, with uh, one of them. The goose, I think. I think it's the goose. And then, as the the montage sort of proceeds, he gets he gets more and more assignments from different ones. Uh, and then they, or is this later? Am I thinking of this? Is this later? No, no, no. You're right. But the the way that this happens is very weird. First of all, I do want to say I feel like it's a little weird the way that it, I feel like in most movies the the storyline of like the nerd character who's very smart and like just a, a really nice guy who's like a just very a very a very good man. Uh, starts writing essays for money for the for the bad guys. Usually, you would think that that would have like consequences, no, just, like it would blow just... up in his face, he'd get in trouble. But the the character arc of Michael is just that he gets really cool and everybody likes yeah. him, and then he. I mean, wins. that's kind of what happens in Greece One. Sandy just be- decides to become a greaser, and then sh- she wins. Wait, Stephanie, <laughs> I mean uh, Sandy. No, you oh, said you said Sandy. Sandy? Uh, you know, you did say Sandy. Yeah. That's how the movie ends. She just shows up wearing all leather and smoking, and then oh, the problem is solved because Danny doesn't need to change for her anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, because she changed for him. <laughs> yeah, and yeah it's wins. good. So, so, so actually, that this night, is kind Michael of a feminist movie. The essay in a nuclear fallout shelter. This is a feminist movie because the guy is changing for the girl. If you think about it, 
Oh, that's so true. So that night, Michael writes the essay in a nuclear fallout shelter. Yeah, it's very, it's topical. Don't know why. Uh, yeah, I guess it's topical. The guy comes and picks it up and gives him the money, and he calls it a, he's like, uh, a nucleoid shelter? This would be a great place Once for again, activities with student bodies, if you so know what I'm saying. It's so funny that they substitute the normal words for the words that are like science words. Yeah, and then the, that scene ends. But this is, this is the very weird thing, is this is... It's a montage of him writing essays and getting money from the T-Birds, but it's a very slow montage to the point that I didn't realize it was a montage until, like, three quarters of the way through. Like, eventually... I was like, oh, we're just gonna get a scene of him writing an essay for each T-Bird. Oh. Yeah, and then, like, Johnny, he's even writing a paper for Johnny, and then every time he says, like, don't tell anyone about this arrangement... Right, each each T-Bird, he writes the paper and gives them the paper the next day, and then they all make a different comment that's basically the same comment, and we get that four times for I mean, that's basically thing. what the, the whole role of the T-Birds is, is them making uh, the same comment, but slightly different. That's, God, that's so true. Uh, so we go to a biology oh, classroom, and, and Mr. Stewart is drawing a funny oh vagina my God. on the board, so that's a bad start This is not great, so they're in sex ed class. Um, I guess that the students... Did you like... At- hmm? The beginning of, of this scene is Mr. Stewart is like, uh, Gagrelli or whatever. Do you know when a woman is the most fertile? And then after he asks the question, we get like a very weird three second extreme close up zoom on his face before we, where go he to like the takes t-birds. off his glasses or something and he like wipes them off. Yeah, like, all, all it was missing was, like, when is a woman the most fertile? I mean, the, there should be face. there should be a boing-oing-oing sound going on for... Right. You know what? There is a boing-oing-oing there sound. There is! There is! It's the <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! So, all the T-Birds are funny, like, they, they each go, like, uh, 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 funny night. sex answer, you should ask the other T-Bird. Uh, Johnny's reading a Playboy, and they're all making sex jokes, and Miss Mason is here now because I guess she doesn't teach a class. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's here for funny sexual jokes. Yeah, Mr. Mason starts singing about, or sorry, not Mr. Mason, Mr. Stewart starts singing about how flowers fuck, and he's singing about flowers, but he's using fuck words, and it's He uses funny. the word chloriphilus, chloriphilus orgy? Yeah, something, something like, like that. that. What is the song called? Is the song called Reproduction? Reproduction. This the students join in and they're singing a song, but they're singing about how humans what if, fuck. What if you what get if, it? And what then, if a b- b- vagina was a, a pollen tube? <laughs> and then uh, Mr. Stewart starts. He's like, but it gets even more interesting when we talk about uh, animal reproduction. And then I don't know why I'm doing it. I'm Michael uh, now. I'm teaching this school because I'm so smart. Yeah, so the the boys and girls they're all singing about sex fucking and but then the the boys are singing like making fun of the girls how they're like they're like I have a headache and then the girls are making fun of the boys like oh do you, why do you never want to not have a headache and then the song this song fucking I sucks, hate this dude. song. This is one of the worst songs I've ever heard in a musical. Yeah, but then also in sometimes points during the song, just to just to really explain, there's a a deep voiced person who goes, "Where does the pollen go?" And then there's a little funny boing sound. Boing-oing-oing. Um, and then the song is brought to a squealing halt when uh Ben Boykovich comes in and says, "Amy Jorgens, you're the most frustrating, beautiful <laughs> no. woman I ever met." No, that was when that happened. Remember the the pollen and the yeah, it really <laughs> was like huh? the old stamen and pistol. I need to find myself a good, a nice pistol or whatever. Let's yeah, be. exactly. Maybe down the road. Um, um, 
so the the principal then start this is what's really weird okay because the principal i guess i guess it's it's like oh you started talking about reproduction and the kids got all rambunctious and that's your fault bad teacher job that you did so she's like chewing the principal's chewing mr stewart out like for trying to teach high school seniors about reproduction uh yeah i mean do they not know about I, this I yet mean, i live in arizona and i kind of i kind of had that experience <laughs> it's not even a sex ed class it's a biology right. class well you know you can't make any you can't do any sexual in, innuendo or even imply innuendo about uh, around these teenagers before the fucking t-birds are like oh my god i gotta fuck and then so there's bad a very a very strange uh, end to this scene. Ah, uh, yes. Is this is a-, a girl walks into the principal's office and she says, Principal McGee, I missed my last two periods. And the principal says, that's all right, dear. You can make them up after school. But then she looks at the camera and goes, oh, wait a and, minute. And that's and just And then it, doesn't it play the where does the pollen go funny again with the boing? Oh, yeah, it does. Is the joke of this, the, the fact that they don't do sex ed got a girl pregnant? That's what I thought. I <laughs> That was weird. That was weird. I think there was a pregnancy there was a pregnancy scare in the first Grease, I believe. Um, Good. <laughs> just uh, so you know. So, so then Michael is writing a. Pe- I I had to watch this little moment here like three times because I did not fucking understand. what Oh, I was it was at. well. Michael is writing an essay, but he's smart about it. So he puts in spelling errors and like doodles and stuff to make it look yeah. like it's a greaser's paper, which to me. If he's going to go and put in the extra effort to make it a shitty paper that's going to get them a bad grade, like, why is he even doing it? <laughs> yeah, I would say I would probably not pay for that. <laughs> hey, I got a D on this essay. And he's like, well, well yes, that, that's what you would have gotten if you had written it yourself. But, but okay, here's here's what was, very, was the most confusing about it, okay? Mm-hmm. Because th- when we see him writing the papers for them in the very slow montage. He's doing it in, like, nice penmanship and stuff. Right, he's got, like, his nice penmanship. He's, he's like, making them very good. But then here, he makes it look bad and stupid, and he's like, that should do it. And, <laughs> he's filled with hate. And I'm very confused about that, because the tone of that makes it seem like, oh, now he's mad at the T-Birds. But nothing happened. No, I like, think, nothing I think what happened between is he them. just got so good at it that he's now writing them indistinguishable from what they would have written. He's like gotten experts <laughs> at it. Because they're probably like, they're like, my, Michael, when they know we're cheating, man, you gotta make it worse. Or maybe, okay, maybe actually, because maybe what this was, was he's like, this is the last one I need to do. Because the next scene is he goes to the motorcycle graveyard to buy a motorcycle skeleton. We'll see a lot of motorcycle so does- skeletons in this movie. We really do. So, uh, he's, so then the guy, like, sells him the dead motorcycle, and I guess also gives him a free motorcycle repair manual. You need this to look cool, man. And then he also, I guess, gets a book on motorcycle repair, because he also, like, learns how to fix his own bike, and I think you see the book later. But now he's in the yeah. park. Well, he, he's 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 reading the book while he fixes. Yeah, the bike. exactly. Now he's in the park. So he's he's repairing his he's repairing the motorcycle while listening to his favorite song, Cool Rider. <laughs> he has it on his iPod. Um, he's yeah. learning to to run before he can walk because he's popping wheelies. He really is. He's huh? like, well, he knows that if he wants to get Stephanie, he's gonna have to do six tricks. So he's starting right. off he's with like wheelies, all right, and then I've, he'll learn how to ride the I, bike. <laughs> I fixed my bike. Time to learn how to do long jumps and wheelies. <laughs> Mr. Knievel, can you help me out? 
Um, and Frenchie is just there watching him eat in shit. In the empty park where no one else is around, just so you know. She's yeah. like, she's like, she's like. <laughs> that's, that's the other weird thing. He's not like doing this in like an empty parking lot. He's like in a fucking public park, like on the grass. He's ruining the grass that kids would love to play on. What a dick. I hate Michael. Did you like, by the way, how he, he like cranked up the British knob, uh, when he's, when Frenchie's like, what are you, what are you doing, Michael? And he's like, I'm trying to ride this motorcycle without bloody well killing myself. Is, uh, who's this, who's this actor? Uh, uh, Maxwell Caulfield. Is this person American or is this person? He, he is British. Okay, he is actually British. Because yes. sometimes it felt like it wasn't. I think the writing of the movie is just so bad that it made it seem like this person was American. Uh-huh. Um, so we get another, do we get more of this scene? It's just like, oh, are you riding this bike? Uh, there's a little more of him riding a motorcycle. And then she's like, oh, is this for Stephanie? Haha. And then we get more calendar girls time. Yeah. So the pink ladies actually audition this time. They sing their song a second time and then they, the, they get cut off again because we need to have extra time for other songs to be very long. Um, but they, they are in, they, they successfully audition for the talent show. Uh, the prep boys are they the prep? No, they're the peptones. They it's a biology joke. Oh, the peptones, as in tones, and the pep. Pep-tones. Okay, but they're they're prep tones. The prep- yeah, the prep. And they're singing Mr. Sandman, and, and everyone's jerking off. <laughs> Why? Oh my god! This movie has a lot of like accidental sort of thematic elements to to Secret Life of the American Teenager. Yeah, so I think I think the the Blanche maybe or Miss Mason was like these are my boys to the prep no boys. it was to the T birds it was T-bird. really weird. oh no, I, no, no, I see no, no, what no. You're, I see what you're saying yes the T birds then come out and the principal they're they're like really bad but the principal's like well these are my boys yeah and then they which is weird you would think the principal would hate the T birds because they're like the bad shitty boys no I think she whatever. I think they like I think she likes the T birds because they're so cool. She likes them. They're really cool. And then one of them says Paschetti at some point, and that's yeah. the only thing I have do here. They start, do they sing a little uh, bit of Prowlin? Or is that later? They do. No. Well, I thought they do a bad job. They like, oh, maybe uh, yeah, they get, and then they're like, they all just... right, we're a couple times. And it's like, we gotta work on the harmonies. We're funny. Yeah. So, so they do a bad job singing, but then they, 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 we get like a fucking like callbacks thing where everybody's like gathering around the thing that says who got into the talent show. Uh, and then the T the T birds like we did it, but but then Eugene the nerd comes up and he's like, uh, everyone got in because there weren't enough acts. And then they're the the prep boys the prep tones are singing Sandman Mr. Sandman again in the locker room. Uh-huh. Like it's really weird because they're all in the locker room, but they're fully dressed. The prep tones are standing like in the showers. That's where you get the good, you get Sandman. the good acoustics in the showers. You see, yeah, I guess so. And they're looking at them plotting murder it looks like well johnny says like we got to get it together like that so like they want to they want to be as good as the prep tones but they also want the prep tones to be gone from this earth so now i have a question uh-huh. for you because that's the end yeah. of that scene this movie has uh already they they've had a brief reprise of cool rider they sang the calendar song twice when they then cut back to the bowling alley <laughs> did you die <laughs> i I thought they were gonna sing it again. I didn't think so because I thought the Bolarama was just gonna be sort of a, a a a location for the movie where they go. I didn't think they were gonna because they're not talking about doing it anymore. I mean, they're always talking about no. Doing it. So the, we're back at the bowling alley and uh, Dolores arrives and she she sees Balmudo, the bad guy from the enemy bike gang, and she and she yell, she turns and looks at him and she goes scum. And then she goes inside. I want to know more about. Hey, the T-Bird. What is his life like? 
What is he? Where does he? He's mad. Does he live in like the dump? Like, what does he do? Did we address that that Balmuda, who by the way is not a high schooler, no, he is very adult. much like an adult, a, an adult biker who's just torments uh, a bunch. Of- uh huh. Did did we talk about how apparently in the first movie the it was like the enemy car gang yeah, so, was the so scorpions in, in the and that Greece, was the same guy was it I think so so, so in the original movie check. instead of a bunch of bikes they have one car the grease to lightning and then they have a big race against the scorpions who also have one car yeah Dennis C Stewart as Leo Balmudo Craterface leader of the Cycle Lords appeared as the gang leader of the scorpions in the previous film. I'm gonna torment you T-Birds for the rest of my days. Yeah, so, there you go. Yeah, I guess so. Um, so the Cycle Lords are here, and then, like, the, uh, Dolores runs in and is like, the Cycle Lords are here, we gotta go fight them. The Cycle them. Lords then, are here, and I just made their leader very mad. Go fight them. And then the three, and, well, it's only Balmudo at first, right? So it's like, three against one, we could take them, and then they come out, and then the whole, all, like, 20 of the biker boys are here. Yeah, so Balmudo makes a the, scary face <laughs> to them, and they scream and pee their pants and run away. And then Michael rides in on his motorcycle, and he does motorcycle combat with Balmudo. <laughs> what he does is he rides between two very wide lines of bikers, and then makes them fall over, one by one, until they're all dead. Yeah, so they all die, but they all get back up and they're mad. And yeah. then a chorus of girls starts singing, who's, that, who's guy? that guy? And then everyone starts singing about him. Did you like the line, burning up the pavement like he's some kind of wheel? <laughs> I did. I also liked, he wears a pair of goggles like a man from outer space. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's ever worn goggles on Earth No before. one's ever worn goggles before. Oh, and uh, I thought it was very, very, very uh, convenient. They're like... Who's that guy on the cool motorcycle? And then Michael's like, no one would guess that it's me, Michael, or something like that. And I was like, damn, that's a good name for you, my dude. <laughs> yeah, I, I will say they're doing like motorcycle choreography, which is pretty impressive. It's the bike scene. I, well, there's some real stunts in this movie. There are the, the the motorcycles are all like driving around and he's like wheeling through them, wheeling through them. Uh, so like he's some kind of so wheel. yes. Stephanie is is enamored. Do we get the no? That's later where this happened. The cops. Are, you see, I, I you do hear need, siren. Dot. I do need hmm? to talk about two things. First of all, it's very weird to see in a movie when everyone is singing a song together to have one of the characters singing in his head. Yeah. So they're like, so there's Who's rhymes that, that guy don't get finished. On the motorcycle, and then and then he's singing <laughs> in his head. So there's just like no response. But by the way, Maxwell Caulfield. He cannot hit those high notes. He can't hit... He's not a very good singer, honestly. He is really not. Sorry, Michael. Sorry, Sorry Maxwell. Michael. Uh, but yeah, so Michael is just singing in his head about how cool he is, which is the least cool thing I've ever seen. <laughs> he's singing in your head about how you're a cool biker boy? Yeah, so he, he like, <laughs> defeats the enemy gang, and they all leave, and then the police are coming or whatever... No, it's just siren dot siren dot mp3 starts playing. Yeah, so everyone goes back inside to bowl, but Stephanie's too horny to go inside. So wow, it's like the guy I sang about the other day. Yeah, so Michael drives off, and the pink lady. Er, yeah, yeah. So the pink ladies then confront her, and she's like, "You can't be horny for that guy. He's not a T-bird. The pink ladies are required to be T-bird chicks." And she's like, "I'm tired reason. of being someone's chick. I want to be that guy's. I want to be that guy's. Ch- I'm tired of being someone's chick, except for him. I want to be his chick." Yeah. So she's like, cool. "Here, I'm. I'm unquitting smoking. Can I? 
here, can I, can you light my cigarette? And she holds out her cigarette and she lights it and, uh, on Paulette's lighter or so she thinks, but it's, but she it's looks actually... up and who's that guy starts playing again. And Michael <laughs> and is holding the lighter and he's doing an American it's, accent. It's, it's actually the cool writer. And he's like, Hey, I'm cool. Now I, I I'm not British. That- you thought that book that I was reading from was a motorcycle repair guide. It was actually all part of my plan. Step one, buy a bike. Step two, learn wheelies. <laughs> Step three, learn an American accent. Did you see that ludicrous display just now? <laughs> and, then, and then this is the best part. Is the cops show up? One cop shows up. Yeah, a police officer shows up, gets out of his car, sets up a ramp next to the car. Yeah, you don't see. So Michael does a cool jump over the car. You do not see the ramp. You cannot see the ramp. And then like the, the guy shows is there and there's no ramp to be seen. I think so it's implied I guess, that Michael can just jump whenever he wants. He just presses the jump like, button on his motorcycle. Yeah, you know when you're like playing a game as a kid and you jump in the game, you just pull the controller up yeah. and then it makes you jump higher, <laughs> as we all know. That's what Michael's doing to his bike. What I really love is this is like this is like stunt number three or four in this movie. There is one big stunt, and that is the one we do not get to see. It is the implied stunt. Man, the, the implied movie. stunt is pretty cool. So, it would have been pretty cool if we had seen that implied stunt. So the next day at school, uh, Frenchie is telling Michael about the who's that guy guy, and she says that Stephanie was really into him. Was it you? And he says yes. And then the pink ladies walk in, and they say, get in a facial... Uh, so they definitely can see Frenchie because they're doing beauty jokes. Hmm. Uh, but I, I see. I'm still trying to figure out how how this can work. Nope. Sorry. There's maybe they. Ah, uh, man. What a shame. It was a good theory while it lasted. Now had th- this. This mm. was weird because Michael tries to tell Stephanie that he was the who's that guy guy, but he, he please just call him the cool writer. The cool writer. Uh, Michael, if you will. Bike. <laughs> So he's trying to tell Stephanie that he's that he's cool writer. Uh what if that's it that he's he's like ghost writer. He has like superpowers with his motorcycle. That's how he can jump. Ah, up. so he yeah, he's that's like no British person has ever tried to ride a motorcycle, <laughs> but like if a British person could, they would be able to make it levitate and jump and fly. Right. So he he's he's trying to tell Stephanie that that he's the guy, but he like starts to talk to her and he's like, "Stephanie, I have a question for you. Uh, have you do ever like, read a Superman like super- comic?" And I, that's such a weird moment because what they were going for was that he wusses out and asks a nerdy question, but the nerdy question that he asked sounded like it was going to be a segue into confessing the truth. Like, I I thought he was going to go like, you know how Clark Kent takes off his glasses, his cool spaceman glasses (laughs) that he wears. Uh, but no, that, <laughs> Where? that was not, uh, what was happening. He wusses out and he, he asks if she's ready. But also, comics. I like that, that, that Stephanie says, not in the last few hours, which to me implies that she loves Superman. Yeah. She I guess just hasn't so. read him recently. Well, that's why she likes um, him so much. Yeah. And then, uh, then we. Rhonda uh, has oh, a funny band aid on her nose, implying that, that she nose got a nose job. job. But no, she just walked into a door. She says, no, I just walked into a door, and that's the end of that plot point. That never comes up again. And then we set up the next bad scene with a, a scene of Miss, Mrs. McGee and her stand. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Blanche is doing a funny air raid siren on over the it's intercom. very funny. Nobody cares. This is a nuclear test from President Kennedy. And then, <laughs> and then she says, and now that we've established that there's an air raid siren somewhere in the building, we can go to the next scene where the T-Birds have stolen it, I guess. <laughs> Um, so yeah, this is a bad scene. Oh, this, this is very bad. 
This is horrible. So so Lewis is is uh, Lewis the T bird uh, is oh, yeah, going to try to trick one of the one of the pink ladies to get in the bomb shelter with him and make her think that the world is ending in a nuclear apocalypse, so she'll have sex with him. Yeah, uh, they're in the fallout shelter, which I guess is Max or, uh, Michael's cousin. I thought there is also a fallout shelter. No, I think there's fallout shelter on school because you on school properties because you see the sign. Oh, that says fallout wait, shelter. so wait, so, I think so what you're telling me is that. Michael decided that his place to write essays actually, for no, money was no, on think, school grounds. No, it was. I actually think you're right because I think Lewis was the one he was writing essays for because they were like, "Wow, this is a good place for student body activities." Yeah, remember? So I think they are at Michael's house. I guess. Yeah. So they're just using his sex shelter, uh, and so he like goes in and he closes the door, and then the T birds sneak outside with what is an extremely loud air raid siren that would wake up the whole neighborhood and make them all think that there's a, a Russian bomb. That's what I want to see. The 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 like. So he's horny, and then everyone else is, like, screaming and running around and getting to shelter because they think that the world is about to end. Yeah, so so he gives the signal. He's, like, talking to her, and he's like, oh, yeah, war war could break out at any moment. And then they start doing the siren. And then uh, he he starts singing about how he's trying to fuck her. And it's very funny to me. This is the biggest moment, I think, where the greaser accent goes away. He's like, I'm Crazy and dropping bombs out there. Yeah, let's do it for our country. <laughs> so yeah, he. Th- this is like we're gonna do it. Uh, he says like, uh, your mother would approve, and then they say that all the things they're gonna do it for, like the Grand Canyon and the Statue of Liberty in Disneyland. I I gotta song's... say, I uh-huh. I didn't understand what she was thinking until after the song ended. She's thinking that he's gonna like go off to war. I think well, what, what what she thinks that she's doing specifically. Oh, because what does she think she she's doing? Because I thought that they were just like doing some sex role play where he's like a soldier and she's like a nurse. And she's a nurse. She's like putting yeah. bandages all over him while he's like unbuttoning her shirt, and then she's like he like lays her down on the bed and she says, "I'm ready." Uh, and I'm like, oh, "Okay, so they're they're doing like sex sexy outfits, but yeah. but they're gonna fuck," and then. She, apparently, what she was thinking as he's unbuttoning her shirt and laying her down on the bed is, alright, we're gonna go out and fight the war. Yeah. So she she's, um, like, gonna be a nurse is what she thinks. So she, like, runs yeah. over to the door and opens it, and then the guys fall through it, and she realizes that she's been gu- getting uh, tricked into having sex, and then she leaves. Great. Oh, also, there's a part where, uh, where Lewis pulled out a gun. Hmm. Like, there was just a gun there, and he just that. had the gun. That was great. Cool. Wait, you don't or do? I do not remember that. Oh, he, yeah, it's just part of his choreography is he has, like, a, a full-on gun. A full-on um, gun. So like Stephanie is working at a gas station, and Michael is here in his leather jacket with the zipper down and no shirt, but he has goggles on, so you can't tell who he is. And he's like a, uh, who is the spaceman? And then um, all the customers are, like, yelling at her. They're like, hey, my, what about hey, my windshield? What about, are you give gonna give us guess. those maps and blah, blah, blah? And, uh, man, one thing I have to yeah. say is... It's really weird seeing what a gas station, I guess, would have been like in the past. Like, like, she has like costs. a fucking cash register, like outside. Yeah, and I guess you don't pay for your own gas. Like, you just you pay for you give the money to someone. Well, yeah, the, she's filling. She's the attendant. She fills up yeah. the gas, and and then you pay her takes, in cash. Damn, what a thing! And then she, and then she's like th- also like a car concierge where she's like getting maps and stamps for people and like wiping the windshield yeah. too. So they're all yelling at, at her, but she's she's like she's busy like having a moment with Cool Rider. 
And then he's like, he's like, hey, how about you? How about we go for a ride instead? How about you? How about you leave this dumb job and we go for a ride? And she's, they're like all yelling at her, and she's like, yeah, let's do it. And then she gets on his motorcycle, and they drive off, and another fucking reprise of Cool Rider plays <laughs> as they drive through the woods. She, she the starts, they're like woods. on the fucking highway, and she's like straddling oh, she like him gets face on the to front? face while he's driving. That's so dangerous. Jesus. She's not wearing a helmet either, I don't think. Yeah, and then, and then we get a moment where they're like, they're like on a, the, cliff or something and kissing yeah it's like sunset and they're like kissing and then the cool rider continues to play over it and then they drive back he drops her off at the gas station it's like nighttime now she drops he drops her off at what i can only assume is her former job yeah he he drops her off and says we're home (laughs) you live here right and by the way where i come from everyone lives where they were she's she's really sad by the way she's like oh shoot i don't want it to be over and his goggles are so big that you can clearly see his face through them but whatever and this is what's really weird to me about their little thing because she's being it's like a weirdly like emotional intimate moment like she's like like nuzzling him and he's like kissing the top of her head like did they like get to know each other Did, like they don't they they haven't like so spoken. who are you I'm the cool rider. Tell me about yourself. I was born on the back of this hog, and that's where I plan to die. I sprouted out of it. (laughs) I I cannot physically get off this motorcycle because I'm growing out of the top of it. It's very, it's very weird. She's like hugging him and like being. Yeah, they're like they, they. It's like they've been together for so long. They went on a bike ride. And then did kissing. I mean, you know what? There's no real like sense of timing in this movie. For all we know, they were out for like two hours. Um, Sorry, yeah, I, mean, I didn't mean talking. to say two hours. I meant to say two weeks. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. I was gonna say only that it seemed like two hours because they left during the day and got back at night. The T birds are now here. Sorry, I got distracted because I heard. I thought I heard the front door opening, and I thought I was gonna get murdered by the cool rider by by Balmudo. No, by Lauren coming home. Oh no. Uh, uh, <laughs> so then the 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 T birds roll up. They have their little boy in his sidecar. Yeah, um, the, and then uh, my- he tells her. He tells. Cool Rider tells Stephanie that he'll see her on Friday. Oh, yeah, at the he, he was show. about to take off his goggles, by the way, to show her who he is. Oh, yeah. That, then they show up and they're like, You're stealing one of our pink ladies. And he's like, I'll see you at the talent show. And he drives off. And Johnny's like, Who's like, the how- creep on the bike? And Paulette is. Paulette's like really. Oh, but upset Ste- wait, with wait, him. wait, 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 wait. Stephanie's like, Talent show? How did he know about the talent show? Oh. Oh. Uh, so uh, Paulette's very unhappy with Johnny that Johnny is like, so upset so, about yeah clearly so hung up on stephanie and the other pink ladies are also mad on her behalf uh and the the girls all go into the gas station to just hang out in the gas station i guess the gas station that looks closed wait a minute is this her house no it can't be it's a gas station it seems like a gas station it seems like they're just hanging out in a gas i guess they're station. just going inside to hang out in the gas station <laughs> i don't think stephanie lives inside of this gas station yeah i Two- mean there, what well, I feel there like there was a line things. though early in the movie where someone was like, "Hey, Stephanie, <gasps> still living at the gas station or something." There's three things you can do at a gas station: you can get gas there, you can live there, <laughs> or you can uh, jerk off to porn on the gas station computer. Oh uh, boy, what a movie Cyber Seduction was! Uh, so, <laughs> so uh, all the all the pink ladies go inside to live at the gas station, and Johnny is like. Oh, uh, we don't need was this. Was there really a line about Stephanie living in the gas station? I don't th- I'm probably in Stephanie. Someone made some okay. comment about, like, still fixing cars or something? I don't know. Uh, anyway. Okay. 
Uh, Johnny is like, uh, we we need to go. I I can get us all some guaranteed action. And then they sing this a song the about how they're going. Thing. Prowling. Prowling. And, uh, but, like, this is great because it turns into their talent show number. It's so weird. Like, first of all, great. I always wanted a song about how horny the T-Birds are. Uh, well, what's great is that they're singing a song about how horny they are at the talent show in front of the student body. And there's a line about there's a female butcher th- This is with not the at the talent, talent show. No, it is. No, it's not. No, it's not, sorry, it's not at the talent show, but it's there, they're rehearsing for the talent show. Right, and that's what's so weird, because they, they're at the gas station, they start singing, and then, like, a backdrop comes down, and then there's, like, like, shadow, shadowy silhouettes of, like, women at the grocery store, because they are specifically singing about how the guaranteed action is at at the grocery store. It's at the grocery (laughs) store. And they're they're singing li- they're singing lines. I don't remember what any of them are, but they're singing all these lines about like having sex with women. But they're using like food metaphors because it's at the store. I like the one. I like the line where he says uh, at the school talent show where they will be performing this number. I think it's Goose says that he wants a girl who's really smart, provided that she's really stacked. Yeah, he says that, and then uh, great. The song ends, and the, they they run behind the curtain and chase around the shadow women, and then the curtain rolls up, and the women are real, and uh, they're chasing the women around. What did you think they were? Oh, I thought they were. I you thought think they, they were, were just, puppets. No, I mean, I thought they. Were, I thought it was just like like animated silhouettes. Oh, I guess I, okay. I didn't think no, that there like, would be real shadow women behind it. Well, no. How do you get a shadow woman? Oh, and then we get the worst, the worst omen of the movie, um, where where. It's the next day. Oh, I, I, before it's the next day, I, I, I want to talk about how weird this moment was because uh-huh. they're at the gas station and he's like, "I can get us all some guaranteed action." They sing a song that looks like it's just kind of like a stylized thing with the curtain and the shadows behind them, but then the curtain comes up and then they all just they all just start patting each other on the back and they're like, "What a great job!" They were gonna knock them dead at the talent show, and it was a very surreal moment, and I don't understand what was happening yeah so presumably the t-bird said i know where we can get some action guaranteed by rehearsing real good at the talent (laughs) show so okay so now it's at the next day um miss mason is like mrs Mrs. zanoni i need to talk to you about your terrible essay she writes a public call out post for stephanie and then we get an announcement over the speaker about the lani kalani racism luau and i was like (laughs) I was like, fuck no, absolutely not. That luau was not. hanging over my head for the rest of the movie. Cause the you- second they announced the luau, I was like, no. And under no circumstances are you doing a luau scene. When, uh, behind the scenes, uh, when I, before I came back to finish the movie, when I, when I picked Lauren up from work and we, we got, uh, dinner, I was just eating my delicious Chipotle bowl with the carne asada at Chipotle for only $100. Oh, yes. And, I, I'm just eating, and I look. I I hear my phone vibrate, and I look down, and I see a message from you that says, "I hope you like racism." <laughs> that was when I got to the Lani Kalani Luau scene. So yeah, I I when I got to this this moment in the in the in the movie where the principal's like, "There will be a racism Luau at the end of the movie." <laughs> I just had it hanging over my head for the rest of the movie. I'm like, how. <laughs> Like a like a like a guillotine. Yeah, like there was there was a distinct moment. point I think at the talent show where I'm like, okay, the movie's over. How is there a luau next? 
Well, they have to celebrate the end of the movie with a racism luau. We'll get to it, and we'll get to how racist it is. Yeah, I'm sure it's um, fine. Stephanie needs, Stephanie needs help to rewrite her paper, uh, and Michael offers to help at the, at the diner. Yeah, so then and they to illustrate, a... by the way, his newfound confidence, uh... He's he like he like asked her, "Do you want help?" And he starts walking down the stairs, and she's like, "Yeah, all right." And then he does like a headshot at her. He just like <laughs> looks at the camera and smolders. <laughs> what did you not notice that? <laughs> no, I know what you're doing. <laughs> he looks at the camera, then smolders. Yeah. Okay, I thought you were saying that he like shoots her in the head like in a video game. No, he like does a headshot. Oh, he like does like like when Ricky like Ricky would do that in Secret Life. Yeah, where he's just like makes a handsome face. Right. right. <laughs> so yeah, they have a they have a, a a conversation where she talks about Cool Rider and Michael while he's trying to help her study. Yeah, they're at the diner and she she's like talking. She's like, "Oh yeah, I I think I met my Mister Right," and he's like, "Oh right," and they keep doing that. Like that's funny. Funny. Um, and then she's she's like, "I've seen him twice now, and he's got goggles like a spaceman." But I wonder. What, what, this is, she's like, she's like, I have a problem. What if he's not what I imagined? What if behind those spaceman goggles, he's just some ordinary guy? And he says, what if he can, what if he can get off his motorcycle? He says, hey, behind his glasses, Clark Kent is no ordinary guy. Just kidding. That, <laughs> th- there's so many moments in this that feel like they're trying to like tie together a Superman thing, but they just never well, no, do because it. It'd be, it would be because it would be behind. Yeah, it would be the other way around. Behind Clark Kent's ordinary glasses, there's an extraordinary guy. What if behind Cool Rider's extraordinary goggles, there's an ordinary man? But that's the thing. Is what I mean. What what would make sense? What does Stephanie want? Is what I guess I I'm. She she already told you she sang a song about it. What would make sense (laughs) is if they were doing a thing that's like. Uh oh! You think that you think that this guy's so cool, but really all you know about him is that he rides a motorcycle. But behind the goggles is where all of his good qualities are when you get to know him, and that's the Superman. But Stephanie, metaphor. but Stephanie's good quality is that he has a motor. I think what Stephanie wants realistically <laughs> is a guy who every day picks her up, takes her on a motorcycle ride, kisses her, and then drops her off at the gas station where she lives, yeah. and that's just their relationship. Exactly. So then she's like, "Okay, we can stop talking about this now. Let's let's talk about how Hamlet is bad because." It's it's not funny, and nobody has ketchup. Yeah, that's, it's just sauce, raw sauce. I um, I really and, don't understand why she's saying that her issue with Hamlet is that he didn't have any ketchup. I don't understand that either, but you just have to accept it. Roll and with then the punches, he's like, man. Roll with the punches. Fuck Hamlet. This There's is no ketchup uh, and just, no jokes. <laughs> just sauce, raw sauce. He uh, he reads her paper, and he's like, Hamlet went totally nuts when he caught his mother doing it with his uncle. And then he's like, me, an intellectual, Hamlet was distressed <laughs> by by his mother in an incestuous row with her with his uncle, which which I'm pretty sure that that it's not incestuous at all. I thought it was that the the Hamlet's mom and then the dad's brother. It's it's Brenda incest. It, ah, it's oh, yes. <laughs> and then Stephanie's like, wow, nice. you said incestuous. I, I, You're so smart. Wow. She's she starts then, applauding him for how smart he is, and he's like, "Oh, I'm I'm not that smart." And she's like, "She's like, hey, I'm gonna compliment who I want." And then he's like, "Whom?" And if oh my god, I gotta say, yeah, because they they were getting a little flirty uh, there. I feel like when you correct someone saying who instead of whom, that's it. Game over. I would game over. You're done. Uh, 
you better ride that motorcycle into the sunset. Yeah. So she never... she friend zones him outside a, a minute later. She says, uh, uh, "I'm a pink lady, so I can only date the T birds." And then he says, "He says to quote Dolores, the pink lady code stinks." And he does. She doesn't question why he's hanging out with a middle schooler. I do think it's pretty <laughs> fucked up though that she she's willing to break the code for bikeman, but not Mikeman. <laughs> Well, well, Michael isn't growing out of a cool motorcycle, Sam. Seriously, though, that's so fucked up. How she just spent an entire conversation saying that she met Mr. Wright, who's not a T-bird, but then tells him, like, oh, but I can't date you because you're not a T-bird. He's not a T-bird, and he doesn't have a motorcycle. And then the T-birds show up, and they're like, here it is, the place where we're definitely gonna score, the diner. Yeah, so Johnny and Goose are here, and in this moment, I realized that Johnny is Yusuke and Goose is Kuwabara. And who? Oh, did you never watch Yu Yu Hakusho? No, sorry. Oh, man. Fucking Google uh, Grease 2 Johnny and Goose and then Google uh, Yusuke and, and Kuwabara. Yusuke and... Hold on. We'll get this live on air. Okay. Yusuke and Kuwabara. Oh, okay. I see. So it's got the... Yusuke is like the short, but he's like the... And then Kuwabara is like the tall... Sure. Okay. Yeah, it literally is Yusuke is the main character, right? So he's like yeah. Johnny. Oh, so it's like Kuwabara is like the tall... funny tall sidekick with the dumb red hair. There you go. Yeah, I think I think Yu Yu Hakusho confirmed to be based on Grease too. too. So yeah, uh, uh, Johnny tells Stephanie. He's like Stephanie. I've decided that you and I are officially over. And she's oh like, "Oh my god, uh, okay." And then he gets all he gets all sad dick about the fact that she isn't hurt by that. And he's Maybe. like, "He's like, you better return your pink lady's jacket." And then we get, in my opinion, the only funny T birds moment in the entire movie, which is that uh, Johnny, after Stephanie leaves, he's he like gets all mad by the by the front door of the diner, and he like he gets pissed off and he like punches the wall, and then he walks in. And then Goose kind of hangs back, and then once once Johnny's out of the way, he also gets mad and punches the wall in solidarity. And I was like, okay, that's pretty funny. You you gotta punch the walls that your friends punch. Yeah, fact. I have an I have a stray note here uh, that just says uh-huh. Michael should change his name to Michael. He should change it. She would like him more if he was called Michael. Yeah. Uh, and then we get a lunchroom sad song called Charades, I think. And this is the worst song in the movie. Oh man, this really is the worst song in High School Musical. And it goes on for <laughs> it I goes on for so you long. Were my fairy tale. So he's like he's like drawing hearts. And what's funny to me, there's so little to say about this song. The one thing I will say is that this song. It's so much, it so clearly seems like it's being dubbed over, like the voice, the lip syncing, and like the, the like, uh, what's it called, ADR seems so bad, but the dubbing is also really poorly, like the singing is really bad in the dub too, like there's no good singing going on in this song. No, well it is, it is Maxwell Caulfield, sorry, he's just not very Why good. is he so bad? Here's what really gets like, me about this song, is that, uh-huh, uh, it begins with him at the cafeteria. He has like an awkward kind of like. Oh, you know what Stephanie. else is really weird about the song? Yes. And then he starts in his head. He's singing a song about yeah. how he made him. He fucked up and he did a bad job. The song begins in his head, but then it later begins he starts in his head. But then loud. he's singing out loud. It's so fucking. At which surreal. point I'm like, wait, is he actually? Is this diegetic? Is everybody like hearing this right now? Because if not, then why was he singing in his head at the start? And he just says charade a hundred times. And now, okay, so now we're at. Th- 
Every fucking song uh-huh. in this movie has three fakeouts where it sounds like it's about to end, but then it has a key change and keeps going. And this song they is really no thought exception. They were really banking on charade. It's bad. Um, anyway. So this is confusing because I thought they were at, like, prom because they're all, like, dressed up all nice. It's and, the like, wearing, And they're, like, taking pictures. Yeah, they're just at the talent show, which they're going to change into their costumes anyway, so. Yeah, so. Yeah, so. so uh, they're, they're at the talent show walking down the red carpet and Cool Rider shows up. And he rides over to Stephanie, and then the T-Birds ride up, and they say, Hey, we're gonna do combat with you! We're gonna rearrange your face! Yeah, so he drives off, and they chase him, and then the pink ladies get in the car, and then they start doing, like, a fucking action scene car chase, where they're, like, swerving around oncoming traffic. Yeah, for one no- of the pink lady says, For no reason! We're gonna die, and I'm- <laughs> One of them says, We're gonna die, and I'm wearing my mother's underwear! Yeah. Yeah, don't know. And then there's a big goofy comedy sign that says "Dead Man's Curve." Do not drive off of this on a motorcycle. Dead Man's Curve will kill. And uh, this and is Michael. Like, uh-huh. it's it's such a weird shot because they're they're chasing Michael and he just like he jumps Springfield Gorge, but the shot he doesn't. You don't see it. The you shot that we get it, though is just Michael jump doing a jump and then just. Going into the darkness. Yeah, but do we see him do the jump? I did not see a jump happen. I thought you just sort of see him go off screen and then you, you never you see him again. You do see a shot of him, like, just full full black background just on his motorcycle, implying that he's doing a jump. I see. But he's... No one's ever d- jumped Dead Man's Curb. Yeah, and then, so like, the Stephanie T-Bird's- arrives and she's crying and she's like, No, Cool Rider's dead! Uh... It was a little awkward, by the way, because in this scene where Stephanie and the pink ladies are there and she's, like, looking at the void because you can't see anything. Yeah, it's very dark. Yeah, uh, she's... It must be a really long jump because you can't even fucking see a background here. Uh, yeah, it's a hundred foot jump, reportedly. Yeah, so she she's crying, but you only see her from behind and they're, like, ADRing the crying dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know if Michelle just couldn't cry. I don't know. She was well. She knew that she knew the the truth behind Cool Rider. Right, right. They're, they're like, all right, uh, Michelle. For this one, for this scene, you're crying about about uh, Michael dying, and she's like, oh, but he didn't. But but he didn't. I know die. that he didn't. I mean, yeah, I looked, we already look, filmed like the scene a, where he comes back. So Maxwell Maxwell standing right over there. Yeah, he, like, no, he's fine. You're acting. He's fine. Uh, so then everybody's basically like, no, he's probably alive, Stephanie. Don't worry about it. She's like, oh. don't worry about it. And then they go back to school. Better do a good audition job at the at the talent show. So then, uh, they we get a scene of the T Birds uh, tying up the Peptones for some reason in the shower, and they turn on the shower too, just to like like I guess they just think that they might have a chance of winning. This is so what I what I really don't understand is that they're acting like the Peptones are like incredible, like we don't stand a chance unless we take care of those guys. But like, I mean, they're they're fine. They're not like they're amazing. the main characters. Well, the T Birds are the main characters, so they have. Well, they're like the the ones we know, so they have to be the ones who win. But they do tie up the peptones and then turn on the shower for some reason, just to like flood them out, drown them, I guess. Yeah, they're waterboarding the peptones. Uh, <laughs> there's there's a little moment before that where Johnny is like backstage and he sees Paulette who. In the auditions, they were wearing, like, funny outfits, where, like, one yeah. of them was just wearing a box that said tree, but now they're in, like, the real outfits for the show. And she's yeah. wearing her her outfit that represents Summer, and she's, like, Sex- got, her, got her body out. And Johnny's like, oh, your modesty, m- your private cups, my lady. Dress up, 
dress up for the hide those cups. Yeah, so you gotta he, hide those cups. So then she like starts hitting him with her shoes or something, and she's like, "You, you, you're no, you, whatever." The blah blah blah. Take it or leave it. And then she pushes him onto stage by accident, and there's like a funny Elvis dude. The guy who's Elvis singing things. is like doing like the biggest Elvis impression of his life, and he's like on the floor from how how Elvis he is. Yeah, and he's like grabbing Johnny's leg for some reason. Well, that's what Elvis always liked to do, is grab people's legs and yeah. trip them. So Johnny, like, shakes him off and goes back. It's very weird. And then the principal comes by, and he grabs her leg, too. I, I don't know what's going on with that guy, but it's okay. Bad. Uh, yeah. Um. Then then we just sort of prowling is over. Here, here's oh, the, the thing, by the way. Fu- it uh-huh. is, I have to imagine that when the Preptones uh, escape from the shower or are found dead in the shower, <laughs> assuming they survive, which they do, you would think they that they would be like, hey, the T-Birds tied us up in the shower. And then, well, they know, once again, the T-Birds are, they have, like, diplomatic immunity. The principal likes the T-Birds. Right, there's no the consequences T-bones. for them doing this. That's the other thing. The Preptones don't the, even the, get to, once they escape and arrive at the talent show, they don't even get to do their song. The Because they're there, but also, here's another thing. Mrs. McGee is like, these are my guys. And then she says, it's the T-Bones. So she doesn't even know their gang name, and she'll defend them to the grave. Yeah, but the Preptones arrive, they're all dripping wet, and then and then they're like, oh, well, clearly you decided to take a shower in your clothes, so you don't get to sing. I'm You're sorry. You're disqualified. <laughs> uh, so the T-Birds <laughs> sing Prowlin', and everyone loves it, so I don't know why they needed to tie those guys up, because every there's like a fucking standing ovation for their wonderful song. Uh, no! I'm the principal and I love pussy jokes! Yeah, so the, the calendar girls come out and there's- Just saying, it's not a very school-appropriate song. No, it, there's literally a line about making love on the beach in the summertime. Uh, no, that's that's the calendars one. That's the calendar girl song. Oh, yeah, I, I was going to that. Yeah. Oh, I see, I see. I thought you were- I think your audio cut out for okay, a second. Yeah, uh, so, by the way, talking about how- I, I mean, I- <laughs> I know that High School Musical was probably, like, based on Grease in a large part- but it was really bothering me uh, how, in in the same way as High School Musical, we keep going back and forth between whether or not the music is diegetic, and it's very weird. So, so here's another thing that bothered me. So we get the Girl for All Seasons song where they all That's come out and they called. do the yeah, different yeah. months. Yes, and uh, there is a like a multiple times in this movie gag about like Eugene with is up leaves. in the ceiling yeah. with his leaves, and there's a box that has like leaves, snow, uh, the falling sand of summer. And then, like, they talk about, like, don't forget the leaves, Eugene. And then you see the song, and the leaves don't fall, and I was very angry at Eugene. Damn it, Eugene. Uh, God well, the, damn the it. The T-Birds he, probably he... murdered him. So <laughs> they killed him for some reason. So Stephanie comes out for the final verse of the song, the winter part, and she... The winter part is about how your boyfriend's dead, this so is it actually weird, works out really well. singing A Girl for All Seasons, and then Stephanie's just standing there, like, a thousand-yard stare, like, her, she's sad about Bikeman being dead. So she... I... Love this part. So she just, like, collapses on the floor, and everyone's, like, gathered around her, like, Stephanie, are you okay? And she starts, like, she fucking hijacks the calendar song and starts doing a sad solo. <laughs> There's a- <laughs> you see, and then her- she's, like, holding the star, and then the star flies away, and then you see Cool Rider in Biker Hell. He's in a fucking motorcycle on- graveyard in hell. He's standing across of a literal, uh, he's standing on top of a literal bike skeleton pile. A pile of motorcycle ghosts. He's wearing a, a <laughs> silver jacket and helmet to communicate he's that he's hell. dead. And he's singing about, like, don't forget me, remember our love, and keep it right. alive so, forever. So she is now on the stage dissociating and singing one part of a duet about... <laughs> 
about her dead bike boyfriend and that no one ever met. And, and the, then, <laughs> then in the middle of in the middle of the song, they stop singing, and she's like, "Michael, what happened to you?" And he's like, "I'm dead, <laughs> but I love you. Goodbye. I'll be with you forever. Goodbye." And and then they get back to singing, and this is where I had another moment. Okay, okay. Uh huh. Yeah. Because they're singing about turn back the hands of time. Yeah. And I'm thinking about the Superman moment. <laughs> So what if someone just gets on a motorcycle (laughs) and starts driving really fast counterclockwise around the planet? (laughs) Stop. But then we cut back to to Stephanie and they're like, wow, that dead boyfriend song really sold this Because apparently this was another diegetic moment in which Stephanie interrupted their group song to do a sad solo about her dead boyfriend and everybody's applauding. Who is whoever's responsible for the music of this number is doing great job really just picking it up, picking up what Stephanie's dropping, just coming in clutch to play her dead hey, boyfriend song about hey, turning back the hands of time. Who's playing the piano now that Michael's dead? Michael's dead. <laughs> yeah, that was another thing I was thinking. Uh so this um, is the but very win- the very weird thing that happens here is the principal is like, and the winners are Johnny and Stephanie. What happened to the rest of their acts? Why are these group acts if apparently the way that this talent show works is that there's a boys well, division you know and a girls it's... division and one boy wins and one girl wins. And they win, but the groups do win the albumins. And then, but yeah, the they thing have to is, split is that them, I think this mo- the movie doesn't, it's like, it wants to have its talent show scene, but it also wants to have the prom scene. So they win the king and queen of Lonnie they literally Racism say Luau. Talent, they, they literally say, Johnny and Stephanie win, you are Luau king and queen. And then the funny joke is that the uh, the T-Birds get all the class. They, they don't get the Roy Orbisons. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> and now there's a Luau. And... Oh, God, this part sucks. There's one good part here, okay? Yeah. Which is that everybody's wearing their funny grass skirts and they're doing their racist the dances with masks. their, like, wooden sticks or whatever. Uh-huh. And there there is one moment where everybody's, like, dancing around singing, like, Rockahula Luau or whatever. And, uh... Did you like when they rhymed? They rhymed the word Luau with the word now. Yeah, it rhymes. Good and, rhyme. And everybody's dancing and Stephanie's just there looking miserable. That was... Here, okay, that was pretty okay. funny. Here's what I'm gonna say. So you, I remember when we were doing, uh, I want to say it was the High School Musical episode, and we were talking about you were talking about how I think on Family Guy there's a scene where they sing the song "We Go Together" and the words uh, are it, like it was, Rama, uh, Bob's Lama, Burgers. Bob's Burgers, where they're singing like "Rama Lama Lama Kadinga Da Ding Da Dong" yeah. and all these fake words. And this song is that, but what if it was like "Ooga Booga Booga Wama Lama Bama Dama Rock really Luau"? It's so fucking... They literally say Ooga Booga Booga, so that's great. Now... Just fucking disgusting. Uh, this and they're is, all wearing, like... Uh, uh-huh. the th- this is cool, because it's, it's like, it's like daytime, it's light outside when they start singing Rockahula Luau, and then at a certain point of the song, we just... <laughs> it becomes nighttime. Yeah, we cut to them, like, doing Orange Justice around the pool... <laughs> And they're still when singing Rockahula mis- Luau, but it's nighttime. Being, Have they been singing for six hours? When you're being this racist, time just seems to speed up to make the song end faster. This was the moment, by the way, where I was like, damn, every single person in this movie is white, and now they're just doing what they think a Luau might be. And then, okay, so then they, they there's a pool of enchantment, and they bring The traditional Stephanie- pool of enchantment. 
just like in the in the Polynesian cultures where you have a big boat in a shallow pool. I love this because this pool becomes a plot point kind of. But like Stephanie and Johnny are on this like bed wicker float. Yeah, like a big wicker thing. float in the pool. On the pool, and they have oars for emergencies, I guess. Yeah, and St- and uh, Johnny is smoking a cigarette, and Stephanie's like, "We're this thing could, burn us all. This whole thing could go up in flames. We're, Are you out of your mind? We're in water. It's it's very weird to be freaking out about a potential fire when they're sitting in a pool. But okay, uh, the pool is so important. And then Stephanie's like, "My boyfriend's dead," and they I'm start sad, yelling at each other. And Johnny forgets Mr. Spears for a Mr. minute. Mr. Spears is <laughs> Mr. Spears is back finally. Mr. Spears and just fucking stumbles up to the pool just so that he can collapse and die in it and float face down in the pool. Yeah, Mr. Spears and then, is fully dead. The psycho lords show up at the racist luau, which is my. I know we don't cool t- do cool teen moments. But I, I, this is my cool teen moment, is that the Psycho Lords they're do, here to destroy uh, the no, luau. They say no to racism, and yeah, they're here they're to destroy They're like, literally driving through, like, stalls and, and, and shit, and, like, causing mayhem. The T-Birds are trying to throw, like, pies at them? Yeah, just, man, if only okay. a cool rider was here. And this is my favorite part, is where oh, a cool they're in, like, here. no, not that, it's that they're in the Pool of Enchantment. <laughs> it's like this shallow-ass pool that you could walk in. Uh-huh. And Johnny's like, we gotta get out of here. Stephanie, help me row! Help me row! And she's, like, not helping him. Right, and he's, he's like, like yelling at her. With the, with the oars. And it's like, why... You just get out. Why do, It's an emergency. Yeah, why... I feel like... I don't know. I feel like they're probably safest in the pool while there's motorcycles driving around outside. That too. But do they, does Johnny just not want to get his clothes wet? I guess. I don't know. Get into the 20 feet deep pool of acid. Why is there even a pool here if apparently no one was dressed to swim? No, it's for them to float on. It's to trap Johnny and uh, and Stephanie on a boat so they have to be together. This is the Mr. Spears commemorative death pool. Here's my other question. What is the time... Okay, so obviously, obviously Cool Rider is here. He's wearing, like, Mad Max clothes. He's, like, shirtless with a leather vest that he bought, I guess. <laughs> Here's two questions. What is the time period where Michael has been gone from school? I think it's a How few long? hours. So, was the talent... No, because it's the next day, right? It has to I, at least be the next oh, day. Oh, you're right, because it was morning at the time. start. It was morning at the start, and then, like... But here's my thought. For what Ready? it's worth, I think this is on the weekend, so nobody would question the fact that Michael was gone. Here's what I'm thinking. What if it wasn't, and what if Michael made the jump, and then he just sort of went back to school because no one knows he's the cool rider? <laughs> now that I like to think about. He's, he's just been around. Yeah. But yeah, so he bought his cool Mad Max vest for the occasion to make his big entrance when the... He probably coordinated with the Psycho Lords. He's like, they're going to do a racism luau. You, I'm, I'm tipping you off to this, the and then he shows up. The thing that's amazing is when we, when we see Cool Rider here, they, they look up and he's like standing on the roof of one of the luau stalls or whatever with his bike. He got that up there, yeah, with his bike, and then, and then he, he, it like cuts to everyone like reacting, and then it cuts back to him. The bike is no longer on the roof, and he, <laughs> he jumps down off the roof in like slow motion, uh, and we don't see him land on his bike we just see him jump off and then like halfway down they like cut to another shot but apparently he well, i guess he just like pushed his motorcycle down and it landed go, it's like going out of it upright and he jumped down onto it <laughs> uh and then he starts driving around on his motorcycle he for no particular reason he does a stunt jump he does a stunt jump over the pool that stephanie and johnny are in and then balmudo <laughs> I can't stress enough. 
we see Johnny, or we see, we see uh, Michael jump over them. They're in the pool. And then we cut to Balmudo trying to make the same jump, but the pool is now empty. <laughs> yeah, they've gotten out. They rode. Well, I think, I think what happened, because they're in the pool a minute later. So do you think they just moved them for the stunt jump? So I, th- because, I because think literally they, they were like, well, the, the stunt driver is going to successfully jump over them. So they're safe. We don't need to worry about that. But Balmudo is going to fall into the pool, so they can't be in the pool for this shot. <laughs> Johnny, we gotta get out of the pool! Okay, he's- get back in the pool! So, um, so then just, like, three more evil bikers, like, failed to jump the pool, and they all just fall- And now- th- Man, if only they had gone a little faster. I don't know why they went now so slowly the, into the pool. Now that they're all wet, they've- their plans have been foiled forever. Yeah, Balmudo so Michael dissolves. finally takes off he his He dissolves goggles. in the pool. He he takes off his goggles for for Stephanie and she says, "Michael, you you corrected me when I said who. I I don't think this is going to work out." Yeah, and then everybody goes up to Michael like, "Wow, cool writer." And then Cool writer. And then Johnny Johnny <laughs> is the, the one guy who's Gundam like Gundam meme. It's the Gundam meme, but it says, "Wow, cool, wow, cool writer. writer." Uh Johnny is the one guy who's like really mad. He's like he's like, "Oh, you blah blah blah, you can't and Stephanie, but she's a pink lady and I'm a T-bird." And everybody else is like, oh, come on, Johnny. And then, and then Johnny's like, jacket. And then, uh, Goose, like, hands him his, or uh, Goose, like, tries to hand him his jacket, but instead just throws it in Paulette's face for some reason. And then so Paulette, I guess Goose is out. Paulette smiles for some reason and gives Johnny the jacket. And then Johnny is like, welcome aboard and gives it to Michael. And Michael, congratulations, the happy ending. You get to be one of the douchebags. Yay! Yay! Hooray! This is how Greece one ended. They learned nothing. Uh, so Dolores comes up and she's like, "Michael, we can't date anymore because I have a new man." And then Michael weirdly kisses her on the cheek and whispers, and whispers something, something like it's fucking lost in translation. And then she says, <laughs> "Them's the breaks." He tells her, "I was the cool writer." <laughs> what was he telling her? I don't know. Dolores. In many years, you will be the voice of Bobby Hill. <laughs> Them's the breaks! Them's the breaks! I guess I'll be Bobby Hill! Uh, <laughs> so then Michael and All Stephanie right. uh, start vigorously necking in the middle of the crowd. <laughs> Yay! And then Michael is like, are you certain? And she says, I've never been certainer. And he says, more certain. And she dumps him on the spot and the movie ends. <laughs> this is where I began writing, God, I hope they fly away. <laughs> God, I hope they fly away. I want them to get on the motorcycle and fly away. There's a uh, the, they sing they start singing mm-hmm. they start singing a duet, but the moment when she begins singing was so fucking weird to me because I thought that she was just about to serenade Michael and she's just like, "You are the one, the one in my dreams." And I'm like, "What what are you doing? Stop. That's very weird." But then he starts singing back. And then yeah, and then well, so what's funny is that, so like we'll go together. This song's called "We'll Be Together." The lyrics are basically like "We'll be together, like birds of a feather." Forever. And a ding a dong, and then ding a dong, ding a ding to do. But it's like this is like the finale song, but it's all slow and boring. Yeah, like, and this like is the, the weird thing is like the T Birds have been total douchebags for the entire movie. They've been like the friends. antagonists, and, and they've been like doing horrible crimes to women too. Right, and now we get. Uh, Michael and Stephanie are doing their duet, but in the same way that we had that shot of every all the men and the women spinning together at the bowling alley, we're getting all, like, like singing to each their couple gets like each T bird and pink lady couple gets like a romantic duet together. So there's so there's so there's obviously Johnny and Paulette. They had a great relationship, yeah. right? 
There was uh, Lewis and the girl he tried to assault in a fallout shelter. They yeah, have they have a romantic, romantic duet and they love each other. They love each other now. And then there were some other there were some other ones who I guess they paired up with Jaworski and Sharon. And then I guess someone was with what Rhonda. Yeah, the the Bruce the T bird mascot boy was with was with Dolores. Is that who she was with? Yeah. I guess. Because they have to follow the rule, too. Yeah. Well, this was where I... This was the moment where I realized that that was, a like, a, a middle school T-Bird mascot in the same way that she was a middle school pink lady mascot. Because we get a shot of all the T-Birds kissing their pink ladies, and Dolores is kissing one of them, and I'm like, hold on, hold on! Did they let the did they let the middle schoolers come to the racism Rockahula luau? Yeah, they did, because he's here. Yeah, uh, I guess. And, uh, and we, yeah, so the the movie where ostensibly you would have expected that, like, the moral would be that it's bad that the T-Birds and Pink Ladies have this weird arrangement ends. There, okay, okay, okay. There is no moral to this movie. No, that, that's, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Is it, it's, in a, in a regular movie, that would be the point. But it sets it up like that and then resolves it by Michael becoming a Pink Lady and the, uh, uh, T-Bird and then yeah, all the T-Birds T-Bird. and Pink Ladies kiss each other. So, so just to just to read it, the first movie is about uh, a sort of a, a nice girl falling in love with a, a guy who's on the outside it's a bad boy and has a lot of bad boyfriends, but on the inside he's really a good decent guy. And then the movie ends with her changing to be a cool smoking girl for him, so he doesn't have to change. This this movie is about nothing because nothing really. But the cool girl, the guy turns into a cool guy for the girl. So what is the third Grease movie? Well, if they made a Grease 3, would that one be finally, like, be who you are? Would they finally get the message? Hmm. Nope. So, no. <laughs> the weir- the weirdest moment, and I talked about weird cuts in this movie. In the middle of this song at the luau, we cut to graduation. They're- they did it! The- they did it! The first song is is the first day of school. Yeah, it was a whole year. That happens in Greece 1, too, to be fair. Oh my god, it's... I... Okay. We we just skipped the entire rest of the year. I guess we're meant to believe well, I that think, all... I think the Rockahula Luau was, like, at the end of the year. Oh. I think. No, that can't be right. Because, well, here's my thing. My thinking. At the end of Greece 1, not to constantly just be talking about Greece, uh, they... The last scene, like, the you're the one that I want, we go together scene, is at the quote-unquote senior carnival... But it's the, like the carnival that the seniors get for themselves. But the first, they, the first day of school, the the principal was announcing the talent show auditions. Yeah, that was at the end of the. That was the. That was like a goal for the whole year. So are are you saying that the slow paced essay writing montage took place over six months? I think so. I mean, hey, because I guess he got the, enough money to afford the a motorcycle. The Rock Luau is like the senior party for for finishing the year, I guess, and then they graduate. Yeah, That's well, what the anyway, was. we cut to graduation. It's the end of the year. They've all had fulfilling relationships, I guess. Yeah, they're all married now. They're, they're all, they all got married. The <laughs> uh, and then again, again, I'm gonna fly away. Again, we're gonna fly away. No, like we got the spinning together. We got the everyone has their duets together. We get. Each couple gets their own, like, jumping-in-the-air freeze-frame ending shot. It's like, it's like Johnny and Paulette jump in the air, and they're like, yeah, and then it freeze-frames. I just can't believe Johnny and Paulette are like, they get a happy ending. What does he do? He's like, and then it freeze-frames, and it, like, slides that up into the corner, and it, it, like, writes their names on it, like, Johnny and Paulette, together forever. (laughs) He, he got with her to get, make Stephanie jealous, and then yelled at her for being uncovered on stage. Aww. 
<laughs> so that's the end of the movie. That was it. We did it. We got to the end of Grease 2. All two hours of it. Grease, they should have called it Grease 2 Hours. I do agree oh, with you that. Never, um, you never said, um, you said that there was a song that you wanted ever, like that was the Oh, Grease sorry. Yeah, that was Cool Rider. Cool that, Rider is good. Oh, that was the one you wanted everyone to watch? Well, yeah, just just look up Grease 2 Cool Rider. Make sure you watch the full scene and not the short version, because you need to see Stephanie run outside the building continuing to <laughs> sing to herself. And also watch the bowling song, because the bowling song is very funny yeah, and bad. Uh, but it's horrible. Uh, so that's Grease 2. Um, I didn't like they it. They didn't fly away, heartbreakingly. I, it, it was so long, my brain started to catch on fire toward the end, because I was like, I can't I can't look at a movie for this long. It was It's just funny because the movie is already long and then just like just like as a way to kick you while you're down, you're like an hour and 30 minutes into this agonizing movie and then they say time for racism. Seriously. And then you- I kept I kept like mousing over to see how far I was in the song in the movie and then it's like there's half an hour left and I'm like god damn it there's a luau here. What? And you better believe the Rockahulu luau is way too long. I'm going to look up how long it is. If I look up Rockahulu Luau, which is apparently a dinner theater in Honolulu, so that's good. Great. Um, uh, apparently, it, this this says maybe... Uh, no, this is only about the restaurant. <laughs> so uh, so that's Beastly. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. We did we did do Halloween Town High. Maybe next next one we should do... No, next one we have to do High School Musical 2, I think. That's fine. I can't fucking wait to watch High School Musical. I, I've mentioned this before. <laughs> Between movies, I have started just, like, watching High School Musical 2 songs. I I think I'm going to love High School Musical 2. I think it's going to be a, a a jam, and I think that it probably won't have as many, like, horrible scenes of, like, attempted sexual assault. So that's yeah, great. Probably not. Um, but we'll, we'll talk about that when we're talking about it. Though um, I do know, if you do watch the extended High School Musical cut, like the Peter Jackson three-hour version there is a funny racism uh like luau type song in that movie i think hey so uh what what did what did we learn from our, our transfer experience i learned all about reproduction i did learn how sex happens i learned where the pollen goes i learned no we didn't um, we did not learn where the pollen goes <laughs> that's true um we kept asking we but they wouldn't tell us i learned i learned the the way to get to a girl's heart is to buy a motorcycle, learn how to do a wheelie, and pretend to do an American accent. Mm-hmm. Man, the fact that what he does you... an American accent. I know that he has to for the ruse to happen. But the fact that he does, like, a cool guy American accent. It's extremely accent. weird that he's doing a fake accent. How do you, what, would, what did you learn? Uh, I learned uh, how sex works. I learned um, that Frenchie exists. <laughs> um... You know what's funny about Frenchie is that she doesn't get an ending at all. No, no, seriously, they just get, drop her from the movie completely. Like, she doesn't get to graduate with them. They don't show her, like, she did it. She just, her story remains unanswered. And I learned that clicks are good and that uh, Secret Life could use some of them because it keeps things spicy. We really, I mean, clicks have been good in High School Musical and they were good in Grease too. Yeah, so. that's the moral. Uh, and now this episode, the recording at least, probably not the final episode, is as long as the movie as itself, so time to get out of here, and, uh... Alright, and as always, um... Thanks for the money, suckers. Thanks for the money, suckers. See you next time. Bye.